Welcome back to the Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shits Creek, Jay, and doing as always is my co-host, a boat with no paddles, Z. How are we doing today, Z? Pretty good. You know what's crazy? Hmm. We haven't talked to the listeners since last year. They haven't, they haven't heard our voices since last year. Isn't that crazy? Laugh, you fuck. <laughs> I, d- I don't care for that joke. <laughs> Come on. No. You're no fuck. You knew it. You know specifically. We, we've just talked about it because of the new year. You know I don't like those jokes. I think they're, I think they're a bit overdone, maybe. Now, probably never funny to begin with. Now, could you just say the phrase, I like it real quick in the mic? Mm-mm. Why not? This is a simple phrase. Oh, that's all I guess. I'm not going to laugh. Splice it together to look like you're going to say, do you like it? And that's going to be like, I like it. <laughs> it's just not, not that funny. Yeah? So, And as I pointed out to you, if you go off a rolling year, it's always a new year. Every second's a new year if you go off a rolling year. Yeah, but who the fuck goes off a or rolling maybe, year? Maybe. Maybe. What if I'm going off of like the... Like Gregorian the, calendar? I was going to say like the economic year. Fiscal year. The fiscal year. A lot of businesses start in October. A lot of businesses, the, the turnover is October 1st. What then? Am I, am I to, when I see you on, on October 1st, am I to say, Jack, I haven't seen you in a year. That'd be absurd, Jack. Not to be that guy, Jack, but listen. As, <laughs> as what's his face? Who, Winston Churchill? Who Science man. Black science man. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, as he's so fond of pointing out every single year. New Year's is, is totally irrelevant. It's a fabrication it is astronomically significant in no way we just picked a date blah, blah, blah. shut up he always is that he acts a, like anybody cares he's kind of a dick about it he really is he's he's kind of like just a dick about everything for being oh no nerdy for sure. science and man. it's like we didn't think that you think that's why we were celebrating because it was like astronomically significant no we just want to drink people just wanted to drink and have fun neil deGrasse tyson don't be a dick it's, it's a day that ends in a Y. people will drink yeah. you, you know alcoholism neil deGrasse tyson people love doing that probably is something to be said about Oh, I was gonna. I was about to say something that was very, uh, like a Eurocentric mindset. I was gonna say there's maybe something about why isn't New Year's in the summer? But for some people, it is the middle of summer. It is for Australia, for our, for yeah. our friends in the Southern Hemisphere, South America, and stuff. So yeah. good for them. Africa, parts of Africa. Yeah, oh yeah. India, the Philippines for sure. Hawaii even. I mean, there's parts of this country where it doesn't get that cold. No, frankly, like Florida. Arizona. Florida winters barely winter. Arizona winters. That's King of the Hill is famously saying. Phoenix, the testament to God's arrogance. Humans were not meant to live in Shouldn't those climates. Exist. Shouldn't exist. No, no, no. Then again, humans probably shouldn't live in Western New York either. If, if like, we're calling a, calling a spade a spade, on, a spade on this one. It's only because we've tamed the, the environment for our yeah. intellect. We shouldn't live in Washington, D.C. either. Famously, it was a swamp. Awful. Awful swamp. It was so bad that I think the eighth president, whose name is, escapes me, was like, why does the president have to live here and all Congress live in fancy New York City? Bring them here. They're going <laughs> to suffer too. Pretty sure that's because of Hamilton. It's in Hamilton. Hamilton was like, can I have the banks? I'll let you put all you Southern folk, Thomas Jefferson, I'm like, again, this is how it's portrayed in Hamilton, at least. He's like, I'll let us have the capital in your your horrid, putrid South if you let me have the banks. They're like, sure. Sure, whatever you say, man. All right, Jack. All right, let's actually get into the episode. As you so aptly pointed out, it is a new year. And so we're doing a New Year's episode where we look at the previous year on this, the new year. Golly gee, that was sure a new year. What a year. That certainly was a year we just finished. That'll be the title of this segment. Golly gee, what a year. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's just jump into it. So I've, I've figured we'd do it awards awards show style. Mm-hmm. I've assembled a list of categories here. and Some uh, of which I know. Two secret categories. A couple secret categories for the end. All right. I'm excited so, about the secret categories. I figure we start with our bread and butter here. Ease us into it, right? So I just have all the comic movies that came out this year. And I, I will say, let's just say up top, there's a lot of stuff this year generally. Yeah, because we're fitting in like two years worth of movies. Yeah, I think because nothing came out in 2020, it's, we're double booked for 2021. So there's a lot of stuff. 
might be surprised by Jack. Because you, 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 I, I guarantee some of these I'm going to say, and you'll be like, man, that was this year. At least that's how I felt doing it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I share those feelings. All right. So the first one, first one that came out this year, Jack, the Snyder Cut. Starting strong. First strong, the Snyder Cut. Then I have Suicide Squad, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Venom 2, Eternals, and Noah Helm. I believe that's it. Must have been something. I have some of the animated ones later on, but those are in their own category. Yeah. So as live action ones, I'm pretty sure that's everything. I have Kingsman separate, even though I know it's technically a comic movie, but I get what you're saying. It's everything. So do you want to rank them all, or just like bottom no, and top? Kind of do the top and the bottom, bo- top two, bottom two, kind of thing. Nah, sure. I'm saying we just kind of just talk about them all generally. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get the worst out I of the way. We do a Better pick. two Snyder cut. Bottom. Absolutely bottom. Yeah, those are nowhere near contention. Hell, all the way into hell. Hate those movies. Terrible movies. Hate the people who made them. Kind of agree. I think the Snyder Cut has a good movie in it. I don't think it needs to be four hours long. I think it's definitely could have been a movie better than... It was a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think it could have been. It maybe even still is better than the Whedon one. But I think it could have been much better and like an actual decent fucking digestible movie if it wasn't four hours long. And they cut out, they had less... um, Aquaman taking his shirt off to rock music. Yeah, and the weird foreign language chanting that happens after that scene too. Probably unnecessary. No translation? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I mean, it's good on them. But I was going to say less of that apocalyptic wailing, whatever they call it. In the oh, lament, uh, yeah, Amazonian yeah, lamenting? Yeah, lamenting, yeah. Every time Wonder Woman d- walks 10 feet. <laughs> just so much lamenting. They lament everything. It's just too long. And Venom 2. Bad movie. Not very long, but still too long. As, as you said in our episode, perfect length. It's the perfect length for that bad movie. Because if, if it was any longer, I just left the theater. Got up and like... I think the perfect length would have been even shorter, but... Tight That's hour. Fine. So I guess, really though, Jack, brings up an interesting question. Probably just for you at least. Now, I didn't hate the center cut as much as you, although I have a lot of complaints about it. And a lot of, as with everything, um, we just like to be contrarian. So a lot of our thoughts on that one came from how much everyone else loved it. And we just wanted to tear that down and just yeah. Yeah, take it from Because classically, if we're not having fun, no, no one can I don't see fun. why anyone else should, frankly. <laughs> it's not fair. So I, I didn't actually hate it that much. And I probably wouldn't mind watching it again at this point because it's been a while now. Venom has less distance for me, so I it's more fresh. My, my dis my disdain for it's more fresh in my mind, but also much shorter. So if you, if you had to pick one to watch, Jack, which one is it? Had to pick one to watch. Get in your head, get in your dick. Venom too, because it's just blank. Just very short, isn't it? Because Zack Snyder's Justice League made me angry because I had to hear about it all the time. Venom too, I didn't have to hear about as much before it was released and after. Like after, there was a lot of like, you know, this movie's actually pretty good. We're just just a goofy comic movie. And talk about on the show. We talk about soft pod. There's a Screen Junkies Honest trailer, whatever the hell, for this Venom Two. And in the end, they were like, "If you want to see a just a pure unbroke comic movie that's not quote Oscar bait or copying another genre, this is the way for you." And one thought going, "What do you mean, comic movies, comic books aren't a genre? It's really not a they're genre. A, they're a medium. Are you are you saying that?" All, is Harry Potter from the novel genre of movies? <laughs> is Lord of the Rings a novel genre? No, it's not, is it? No, because that'd be ridiculous. You're a, you're, Screen Junkies, if you ever hear this episode, fuck you. Also, it's not a Don't very that comic book. It's, it's like a comic book movie that's very afraid to actually embrace comic book material. Oh, oh yeah. Frankly, I would say. Some people would say. Me. All right, Jack. So then the, the real question is, which is the best one? And I think it's going to come down to an obvious. Uh, well, I was about to say that. Then I look at it again, Jack. A lot of pretty good movies here. I guess for most people, it's going to be No Way Home, right? Yeah. I don't even know if I'd say that, Jack. Again, I'd like to be a contrarian around here. As we talked about in our view. In our review. That's what I meant. That's what I said, I think. I think you'll find if you listen back. 
I said it flawlessly. It's barely a movie. It it doesn't really work in a vacuum. Which no. I, I think it's worth taking some points off for it. And the internal logic doesn't super work. No, it's not really great break it down. Yeah. Like the first well, until the villains show up, kind of strange. Like it's kind of contrived until they get to the villains. If you really break it down. Yeah, and I've seen people say similar things. It's like the pacing up until that point is kind of weird. It's just like, what what the fuck is going on? Oh, he's, he's, he's his identity, and he's at school, and he can't get to school, and oh, golly gee. It is a little weird. And yeah, as we talked about, I don't know if we specifically said this, but like, some of those villains shouldn't be there based off the internal logic of the movie. Oh, yeah. Because Electro, Electro and Lizard, maybe? And Sandman, maybe? No, Sandman knew. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Definitely Electro and maybe Lizard. I, I can't remember. I don't remember Amazing Spider-Man 1, but... I didn't see him in Spider-Man. They don't know who that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, so they should not have been dragged into the universe. Very weird. He doesn't, and again, he like, doesn't just want to go to community college for a year. The S.H.I.E.L.D. agents don't back him yeah, up. Yeah, he could have just gone to community college for a year, year or two. Or a different college. He's very smart. They wouldn't have turned him down from community college, and he would have done well. Yes, you didn't get to go into MIT, but I mean, come on. No Stark Industry people helped him. They acted like their lives were over. Happy you didn't call Pepper Pot for a hand. Which, on one hand... Kind of makes sense, because, like, he really was acting like a teenager. I kind of get that. So, in that way, because I feel like people are like, he doesn't act logically. I think that's kind of the point. But like you said, there is some adults in his life who probably should have, like his aunt, or Happy, or, yeah, come on, Pepper Potts, little billionaire. Why does he say he's broke? Why doesn't Happy give him a ring? We call Pepper Potts and be like, hey, can you help us out here? Can you pull some strings? Tony didn't leave him any money. Just the murder network? Just the murder drone network? Yeah. Weird. He trusted him with the murder drone network, but not, like... Millions of dollars. Not even like, not even, I'm not even saying he had to, but like, he couldn't give him like a nice college fund. Could have been like, here's a quick 200 grand. Here's a, a blink for me. Oh, 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 I blinked. Oh, what happened? Oh, did I make that much money just again now? Oh, oh, here you go. Here's some stock options. Maybe Pepper just resents him. I doubt that. No, I do too. Maybe she's like, you're the reason my husband died. He died because he saw that picture of you in her kitchen. And you just felt sad about it, you fuck. And even a time travel on a whim. He invented time travel because of it. Do you, do you feel good about that? Are you going to sleep well at night now that your mentor is dead? Gonna be a hologram later on, maybe. Who knows? Definitely will. But be. so, for all those reasons, I don't know if I would give it strictly speaking best best comic movie, best picture of the year. I think for me, it's gonna come down to Shang Chi or Black Widow. I'm gonna have to say Shang Chi. I'd have to. Agree. I think I would also say Shang Chi. I just remembered really like. I haven't watched it again. I think it's on Disney Plus now. Right? I I've watched it again since. Oh, my it's on, friend. It's on there. Yeah, pretty good. I, I should. I should watch Black Widow again. I I started that when it came back, and I never got through it. All. But they're both very fun. And yeah, I I just remember Shang Chi. We really had a good time with that one. We just came out like, well, that was really cool. Fun. Big dragon fight at the end? Yeah, big dragon fight. So Love a big dragon fight. Kung Fu is pretty cool. Yeah, but, but but it was copying a genre that, according to Screen Junkie, so that made it yeah. invalid. He got the Ten Rings. What, what do they Wrong, think? wasn't it? What do they think the comic books they're based on are? What do you think their genre is? Superheroes, I guess. It would be much fairer to just call them superhero genre, because yeah, like because you have comic books that are not superhero comics. They're, they're few and far between nowadays, but they exist. They exist, like Walking Dead. Yeah. That's a horror comic. So, yeah, exactly. You, you, nobody's going to call The Walking Dead a, a comic book show, right? Not at all. Like, that's just not what you'd call it. Mm-mm. No, it's not. It, it's disingenuous to what it truly yeah. is. Yeah, good call, Jack. I, and I, I, I've read Walking Dead. I have not. I've got it. Got them all over there. All right, so we, we, we locking in Shang-Chi? Lock in Shang-Chi. All right, baby. All right, the first award goes to Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi for best comic movie of the year. All right, then we have serious movies. A number of which we've seen. Big Boy Doll movies. Number of which I've seen you haven't. Let's get into it. Oh, so I got Judas and the Black Messiah. Didn't see it. The Last Duel. Saw it. The French Dispatch. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Didn't see it. Heart of They Fall. Didn't see it. Green Knight. Saw it. Cry Macho. Didn't see it. King Richard. Didn't no see it. No Sudden Moves. Didn't see it. House of Gucci. Licorice Pizza. And Don't Look Up. 
So, so let's talk about the ones we've seen but haven't talked about yet. So that would be Don't Just Look Just for up. reference. Well, okay. Judas and the Black Messiah, I've never seen anything on the show, but I saw that. I thought that was really good. Um, I don't know how perfectly historically accurate it is, but it made me mad. I was like, man, why do people got to be racist? It sucks. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I, was, I didn't know that's like what the Black Panthers were really like. And I was like, these guys are pretty fucking based. <laughs> I mean, there's classically, that's why you can't ride in the back of trucks anymore and why you can't just openly carry guns in certain that's, states. Yeah, gun laws. Ronald Reagan was like, oh, black people are doing things now? We can't have that. Yeah, a lot of the gun laws in this country originated like in the 60s as you know, Jim Crow, like racism. Sucks. <laughs> very, very terrible. But yeah, the performances of that are incredible. The main guy in that, he's, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in Get Out and he's yeah, in... Yeah, the Get Out guy. He's the Black Panther, Panther guy as well. He's the... He's the Black Messiah. So, 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 the, um, oh gosh, what's his name? And then the guy who is a quote unquote Judas is also in Get Out, I believe, right? Right. He's in, and you think he's in Knives Out as well. He's in Knives Out, yep. And he's in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's Daniel Kaluuya, I think, is Fred Hampton. And then Lakeith Stanfield is Bill Neal. They both are really good. Jesse Plemons is in it as like an FBI agent. He's always fun. Just really good. The ending is fucking tough. That's how it happened in real life. It's just cops being shit. So that's tough. Fucking, can I hate to see it, don't you? Yeah, you really, really do. But it's a good movie. It really is. And uh, like I said, I didn't really know about this stuff until I saw it, which is like always a good thing with movies. And it can enlighten you on things like that. So, really good movie. It really um, made you think. Those Who Wish Me Dead. I really, really enjoyed. The reviews for that were not very good. That is a Tyler Sheridan movie. That had Angelina Jolie. It did. Well, it I thought she was great in it. So, he did. He wrote Sicario and Sicario 2. He wrote Hell or High Water. He wrote Wind River. He's a writer slash creator of... Yellowstone and the Yellowstone prequel. He has a couple other ones. He did Without Remorse this year as well. We'll get to. I think he's great. He's maybe like my favorite filmmaker right now if I just had to pick a guy. I don't know. Something about those movies I really like. I don't know. They're just, just really interesting to me. Something about the like serious subject matter. The mix between like relatively serious subject matter and just like spurts of extreme violence. They're like very thrilling. I don't know. Because especially now that I have picked up on the pattern. right? When you watch one of these movies, you're like, something's fucked. It's going to happen. Someone's gonna get murdered soon. So like it's they're very suspenseful. I mean everyone Sakaya's great. I everyone knows that. Right, yeah. Wind River is not as well known, I don't think, but I think the movie. It's a Jeremy says. Renner. Yeah. I Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen. Netflix. Netflix. It's on my bookshelf over there. My, my or my movie shelf, whatever you call it. I was gonna say you can't can't call a bookshelf with all movies on a bookshelf, can I've you? I've got it on Blu-ray because I like it so much. It's got a, it's Elizabeth Olsen Jeremy Renner vehicle, which is fun because they're like buddies in the MCU. They are buddies. And they're buddies in that. Yeah, they're buddies in real life. That didn't come out this year, though. <laughs> Those Who Wish Me Dead did. It's based off a book. It's different from the book from what I read, but I thought it was really good. It had. It's about firefighting as well. It's like a kind of part of it. Yeah, they're at like, a fire tower, right? Yeah, that's part of it. And it's like that that wilderness firefighting they do where they, they parachute into fires. Fucking hardcore, man. Oh, yeah. Um, very it's really cool. And so that's an element of it. And there's also like extreme violence. <laughs> well, John Brenthal's in it. He's in all that guy's movies, I think. I think there's something. I think, you know, it's one of those things where like a uh, writer slash director latches onto an actor. And they, they buddy up. Yeah. Like a, like a Robert De Niro Marscozzi vehicle or a Sam Jackson Quentin Tarantino vehicle or David Finch Brad Pitt vehicle. Christopher Nolan loves. Uh, loves a lot of actors. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Christian Bale. Tom yeah. Hardy. He's in The Prestige and Three Batman. That's four. Oh, he is in The Prestige before he's in Batman, isn't he? I've never seen it. Or the same time? Is The same. Prestige between two of the Batmans? I think it is. I don't know. I've never seen it. I was thinking of the guy who plays Scarecrow, though. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot of them as well. He's in... He's Oppenheimer. In the yeah, he's Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer in the new Oppenheimer, so... Also, Robert Downey Jr. is in that movie. 
Is he? And Emily Blunt, and Matt Damon, and yeah, Florence Pugh, and Rami Malek. Is that next year? Yeah, it should be. We'll talk about it later. So, okay, we we're distracting me again from those ways we're dead. But he's good in that. Angelina Jolie's good in that. The guy who plays Littlefinger, he's in that. He's Peter good. Baelish? Yeah, he's an assassin. He's good. The guy who plays Beast in the newer X-Men movies. James McCoy or something? No. James McAvoy? Yeah, isn't he's, that? No, he's, he's Professor X. Oh. Okay, then. I'm confused then. Whatever. Point is, good performances. I thought it was good that, um, like I said, the reviews weren't great, but I think I was predisposed to like it because I like that guy's stuff, so maybe watch it, Jack. Maybe watch it if you ever watch it. Nope, never will. I don't think either of us actually saw Heart of They Fall, Cry Macho, King Richard, or No Sudden Move. I know. I watched the first half an hour of King Richard. What'd you think? Boring. We were going to watch it for the show, and we didn't bother. The yeah. reviews weren't super great. Um, I wasn't crazy about but it. But I have interest in all those movies, so that's why I put them down at least. Um, and then we ha- okay, so then this week we saw Licorice Pizza. Don't look up. So Licorice Pizza, Jack. What did you think? That was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good too. It's a funny movie. We talked about this after the fact because you were kind of like, man, it, the ending was kind of weird and kind of like it's one of those movies where almost nothing happened. And I think that was like a throwback to what movies used to be like sometimes, where like it was just a bunch of things that happened. I don't know. The the one that stood out to me, like when I was trying to think of examples, was it was like the Sandlot. Yeah, Sandlot, right? I've seen Sandlot. They yeah. just do a bunch of shenanigans. They don't necessarily like. Have a concrete story. Yeah, they don't all necessarily have massive relevance to like an overarching plot, but they just happen. It's just what you do in the summer sometimes, and this is that same vibe. And they said inspiration for it was like, was it American Graffiti and something else? More American Graffiti, the sequel. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that's kind of the vibe I got. Thought it was nice. The actors were great in that. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, and it's a shame he didn't love his son more than he loved Speedballs. Yeah, it really is a shame that he died. It's kind of tough. It's kind of tough because like. A lot of actors, unfortunately, die of overdoses, and like, well, and a lot of comedy actors too. Some of them are medical ones. Description. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Like Heath Ledger is just he maybe took the wrong dosages or mixed them wrong, and just just fucking it happens kind of deal. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Phil Simmerson. <laughs> yeah, he just he just overdosed on recreational heroin, so that's a shame. Cocaine and heroin is a speedball. Oh, was is that literally what it was? Yeah. Rough. So he was really good in that. It sounds good though. Yeah, he's a good actor. I I think I had looked that up at some point. I had read that, and then I had forgotten, because then I read it after the movie and was surprised. Um, so it's a bit of a shame, though, because he's he's another actor where, like, you see him at a thing, and you're like, oh, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, it's just nepotism. They just got him because he's Philip Seymour Hoffman's boy. Yeah, definitely. He didn't earn that. They're like, ah, you're probably good. It's like the guy in uh The Boys. You familiar with this? No. He's in other things as well. Hold on, I gotta bring Which him. guy from the boys? The 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 main sort of the main sort of guy. Baby Huey? It's Jack Quaid. He's Dennis Quaid's boy. He's Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son. Who's Dennis Quaid? Oh, Jesus fuck, Jack. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, okay, I do know Dennis Quaid. You suck. Anyways, though, good movie. The actors are good. Uh, a lot of complaints I, we we read like negative reviews were basically just the premise put people off. Yeah. Um which I don't yeah. I can understand it cuz I was kind of putting me off. A little bit. Because I was kind of in denial when we were watching. I was like, yeah. I was like, she can't be actually like 25, right? She could be she like, just is. she just is. I'm like, she probably just. Real life? She's just 30. <laughs> Doesn't look 30. No, I mean, she, yeah. Maybe. They had wanted to make her like Hollywood 22. Yeah. And it would have been closer, but like, she was like 10 years older than this kid. No, it definitely is weird. But strange things have happened. Also, it's fictional. Yeah, that's also true. So you got to give them, cut them some slack. And also, we talk about it's like the way it's presented. Right, because like people often say, like, well, you know, the maturity is kind of the same and, and whatnot, and like it's about power dynamic almost as much as it is about like literal just age. Yeah, and the way it's presented in the movie is that they are on equal footing, like intellectually and maturity. 
Pretty much maturity, yeah. Because she's he's not, pretty mature for a sixteen year old. She's very immature, maybe for a twenty five year old. Yeah, she shows with his parents, and he's out trying to like make business. He's making money moves and being an actor. He's an actor, and he can't turn it off. He's just so suave. He's so suave, and like I do like the whole dynamic. The whole time they're just like back and forth, making each other jealous, and then hanging out, and making each other jealous again. And she's like, "Well, I don't want to date you. Why don't you find someone your own age?" And then he does, and she's like, "Well, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? I didn't actually want you to do it. What the hell are you doing? They're just mad at you the whole time, and then they they it's nice, and they end up together." So, I thought it was good. Yeah. Glad we saw it. And then, Don't Look Up. N- Netflix movie. Bit of a Netflix. Also, we um, mentioned before we got the oh, okay. pizza, the Nick Carpenter's dad's in it. Yeah. Just for like, as he's a water Crazy. salesman. That <laughs> also has a pretty good cast for the most part. Also, maybe uh, John C. Riley's in it for like a minute. D- not even. Not minute. even. I, that's like that's a ten way seconds. More, like five, five seconds of like speaking. Would they do like one take and then go, all right, you're yeah. done, John C. Riley? They, ma- they made him dress up like, here's $50? <laughs> Herman Munster. It's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, so don't look up. It was good until it, it gets real heavy-handed. Yeah, so a lot of people's... That's another one where the... I would say the biggest sort of complaint that I've seen from detractors of that one is that it's it's very heavy-handed, right? Which I think is fair because... So let, let's... The basic premise before we mm-hmm. talk about how it's managed is that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is a doctor of astronomy and a PhD candidate who is working in his lab, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, f- discovers a meteor flying through space. And they do the math on to see if it, how close it's going to get to Earth, and they fi- figure out that it's going to collide with the Earth. And this meteor is like 10 kilometers across, and it's an extinction-level meteor. Like, if it hits the Earth, it'll just kill all life and pretty much destroy the Earth. And they tell the president, and they tell the government, and they don't do anything, and then, spoiler alert, it hits at the end, and everybody dies. And all the rich people escape off-planet. Now, if you know, obviously, if it's not, it's, as you said, it's very heavy-handed, it's very clearly a global warming thing. That, yeah, it's like a climate change yeah. analogy, allegory sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Um, which, yeah, like you could, I think you could argue like that literal premise is like, is it even like fair to compare climate change to an imminent meteor? But again, they're clearly going for that, right? I mean, that's they're trying to tell their, and like the thing is, this movie edges, not even edges, it basically for most of it is like satire. So it's allowed to be handed, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, people are like, oh, it's kind of on the nose, don't you think? I'm like, well, I don't know. It's pretty much a satire. Like, it's pretty much a comedy, right? I think it's literally yeah. listed as a comedy on Netflix. A comedy drama. Like all, like, all the characters in it, except for, like, Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, even Jennifer Lawrence a little bit, but, like, Leonard Carp, Jennifer Lawrence, like, they're, like, the straight men in a world of these, like, ca- cartoonish straw men of what they represent. Even like, Leo's somewhat funny, though. Yeah, no, he's... Like, his character, just as a dude, is kind of, like, a funny... Man, <laughs> he's just kind of like a awkward social weird guy. And also, sometimes when that scene, uh, when he's in, when he like gets fed up and just starts yelling, and his voice echoes, acting his pants off. Great Leonardo DiCaprio oh, acting. A lot moment. of good acting. And he's like screaming and pounding, and he's like yeah. getting loud and quiet. And he stands up. Fucking lovely. Such a great actor, dude. I mean, how are you gonna? Know? He's Leo. He's in the great. So Leo turns time. in good performance. Jeff Lawrence turns in good performance. Guy Meryl Streep's good. Jonah Hill's fun. Good. Who's the guy who plays the planetary defense doctor guy? Oh, Doctor Organthorpe. He was a good in this. No, he is good. He's not in a. I'm not seeing him in a whole ton of stuff. He's Turk Barrett in Daredevil. Oh, oh, that that thing I've watched. No, not the thing you watched. I've seen it. What are you talking about? I've seen it. Don't you? What do you mean I haven't watched it? Mm-mm. What are you talking about? No, oh, you're you know you. His name is Rob Morgan. He's good. Teddy Oglethorpe. Yeah, he's great. Kate Blanchett is good, right? Tyler Perry's in this. Tyler Perry's good. Chris Evans is in it for a bit. He's funny. Oh, Chris Evans is in it for like a second. He plays the classic thing we always talk about, <laughs> how except for Captain America, he just kind of plays a douchebag <laughs> in all the things he does. In this one, he's a douchebag actor. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got that weird pin. He's like, I th- he just says like, I think as an age we need to stop arguing. 
that's like all that's what they all say it's a cop out all right great i don't know and like they kind of come at it from like a number of angles right there's like the indifferent politicians there's like the greedy corporations there's just like the shitty people right don't there's believe like the news people who are like well we just want to be upbeat and like clever and funny why can't we just be funny about everything maybe that's ruined us something you got to be serious about we just can't anymore yeah so yeah it's again it's a little heavy-handed but i think for, for the most part it's pretty good it across pretty well i would agree i i do think there's people who take a little far because we're gonna see that this is literally what's happening oh my gosh the planet's gonna explode not quite, but. Not quite. and plus it's like some of the some of the pop ones get a little weird because like at the end when it's like oh now the now you now the u.n's getting involved now russia and india and china are getting involved i'm like why would they let america do that yeah why wouldn't they all just do their own thing? well i think what just they just just to take the glory I know they do say that they get cut out of the deal, yeah. and then so they I think try. they were on in the deal at first, and then they get cut, and then they're like, "Well, fuck you." But yeah, I don't know. It's one of those. It, it is a little again. It's a little over the top because you gotta imagine if they really ran the numbers, they'd be like, "Well, it's not worth trying because like if we succeed, we get lots of money. If we fail, no money. The Earth explodes. All money gone. Yeah, we gotta start over on a different planet. It was only two thousand people. This is some some of them are literally just crazy. And like you said, that's part of the point is that they're straight men in a world like. Jonah Hill is just over the top ridiculous. <laughs> he's the chief of staff who's the president's son. He's just yeah. there because nepotism and he's just ridiculous. And he gets left there to die on the he's planet cursing. alone. But he makes it. No, he, no, he leaves him there. You didn't see the post credit scenes? Oh, there was post credit scenes? What? Oh, I, I didn't see the post credit scenes. I, I didn't think there were going to oh, be post credit scenes. Um, the ship gets to the ship that they, the rich people leave on. It gets to the planet and Meryl Streep gets eaten by a like, you know, alien creature oh, on that Jesus. other planet. And then they're like, oh, God, what happened? And then the rich Jeff Bezos guy is like, I believe that's it. Do you remember earlier in the movie? Oh, right. When she gets getting by a banther or whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. And he's like, I believe that's a ban- banter or whatever. So that's one. And then there's another one where Jonah Hill just at the end crawls out. And he's like, guys, is anyone here? <laughs> and then he like brings up. He's like, what's up, guys? What's up, bros? I'm the last man on Earth. <laughs> and it's a little, a little fun. A little treat, Jeff. That's fun. Um, I, I, I didn't think there were going to be in credit scenes. It's pretty fucking grim, the ending. Like, it, the, the, the it's, it's very ending, sad, yeah. They kind of lighten it up with those post-credits scenes, but that initial ending, horrible. Horrible. Like, just, they all try to have a dinner, and they reconnect, and it's just, it's sh- everything's shaking, yeah. and they're, like, and, but they're just, like, talking over just ignoring it. it. Yeah. They're just powering through, because what do you do? Try not to break down. Yeah, like, just don't give into it. It's, it's like, pretty powerful. Like, yeah. Like, Timothy Chalamet just, like, gives an actual good like prayer. prayer. Yeah. Because you think, like, all right, Timothy Chalamet, weird skater guy in this movie. He's going to be goofy about it. No, he just does a real one. It's a real prayer to help him. I like that element of his character. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, well, I was raised Lutheran. Like, no, I'm no, he was raised evangelical. Oh, is that what he says? And he's he's like, like, but I found my own path. My own way to it, you know? And I was like, it's fun. That's, That's fun. fun. Good yeah. for you, Timothy Chalamet. I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is just like, wait, what? Are you seriously? <laughs> Are you kidding? He's like, no, man, I found my own path, you know? So that's kind of fun. Um, you know, everyone's good. Good. Kate Blanchett did that thing where I was like, "Is that Kate Blanchett?" It is. And it was. Oh my god, it was. I did like the running joke. They they cut Leo's goofy beard and he's just handsome because of course he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Ariana Grande was kind of fun. That again, another thing of like this idea that <laughs> celebrities now, like even like world famous singers, are basically just influencers. Yeah, they just like save. The They're man, almost geez. influencers first, <laughs> and celeb- and like musicians second. It is kind of funny. Just from in like a meta sense to have like Leo talking to Ariana Grande and being like, oh, you know that famous lady because Leonardo is Leonardo DiCaprio is a, is a more famous individual than oh yeah Ariana Grande. He's an A list actor. He's like one of the only people. I think this is a short list that are probably more famous in the world than Ariana Grande. He's he, made it. He's on that short list. So oh, it's yeah. pretty funny. Hundred percent. Oh, and my favorite running joke. Just got to call out 
is the general <laughs> who checks them for the it really is a very funny it's so joke. funny because it comes out of nowhere it really does it's just a funny joke it's not like i don't think it's very profound necessarily i mean unless you want a real military industrial complex is robbing from us all and, and but i don't i don't think that's what it's going no. for i think it's just a very funny joke and yeah. then it, i like it just keeps popping up like, why would he do that like, watch out for this guy he's gonna charge you for free food i like when he's like where do i with the money she goes this is the white house why would you pay for <laughs> the snack? Like, yeah, why would it? Why would they charge you exorbitant amounts of money for snacks at the White House? It's funny because it's like he's a yeah. I don't know. Just the whole conversation and just periodically throughout the film, they're just like she's just like. But why would he? It's a four star general. It's the Pentagon. Why would he do that? What does he need that twenty dollars for? He mm-hmm. makes a good amount of money. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's very insane. funny. Just at the end, like towards the end, he's on the when he's like she's hanging out with Timmy Chalamet. She's like, but why would he? Why did he do that? <laughs> Can you think of why? And he's like, I, I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Like you said, you almost expected her at the dinner at the end to be like, now guys, just real quick, circle back. <laughs> yeah. I just, why do you guys think he did that? Another thing that I thought was funny was when he reconnects his wife and he's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I fucked Aaron and Aaron Troy when we were dating in college. He's like, oh. He's <laughs> like, fair enough. He's like, what do you do? Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, it's like, yeah, fair. man, you screwed up. That was on you. Yeah, it was good stuff. I like also like the scene where uh, he's having sex with Kate Blanchett, and they're like, "It's like well, I barely know you," and she like tells all this like interesting stuff about herself. He's like, "Well, I have a poster signed by George Lucas. I, I, fi- I finally got it signed by Mark Hamill. Like Mark Hamill, that's what it was." And she's like, I, I, "My dog, my dog died." And he's like, "Yeah, just just bizarre, like awkward. Like, what are you doing? Just tell her about your life." And he's just like, "I have this poster, and well, my dog died two years ago. That was pretty sad." Like, you're a doctor of astronomy. You could just talk about that. She has a yeah. master's degree, so she would understand academia. Tell her where you do what she did. Tell her where you were born or something. Yeah, she's just a maniac. And she's like, I guess. And and then that's the best part of the. Film. That's like the most part I can't believe the most. And then she still had sex with him. Yeah, I know, right? She was like, like I, I thought I thought the same thing, but they just continued their relationship. After and I was that. like, well, now I can't believe this movie at all. I I did really like at the beginning when um they're doing the math. And they're like, oh, this is fun. We're doing all this math. And she's like, why is the number getting smaller? And he writes out 0.00. And he's like, hey, you know, what, guys, I can't figure uh, it out. God, yeah, this one's too <laughs> and, tough. And he's like having an anxiety attack. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I would be freaking out if I was like, if I figured out that the earth was going to like be destroyed. It'd be horrible. Yeah, he's like, is this real? Am I? Is this a dream? What the hell's going on? And some of it, like, like the Jeff Bezos character literally calling off the mission in the middle, right? Like, as the rock, like, turn him around. Like, when he's like, what's her name, Jenny? He's like, Jenny yells her name. Jenny, get out of here. And she's like, oh, oh, coming, Peter. That's probably a little over the top. Right? I really like, wanted to see him get punched in the face. There's definitely a, a level. Uh, obviously, we all know, like, politicians are just bought and paid for at this point, for the most yeah. part in this country. But, well done. I don't know if that's to that level. Like, you'd basically have to be like, cancel the mission as I speak. <laughs> but, like, you know what probably is a pretty good one? Is the head of NASA character in this? She was, was just a, an anesthesiologist who did, donated a good amount of money. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that one is probably for someone. She's like, oh, let's not worry about guys. But let's not be dramatic. It's like, you, you're the head of NASA. You should know this. I like when they're like, I'm going to do the planetary defense force. She's like, is that a real thing? And it's like, this is a real thing. This that is their crust. That was a fun moment. That that was the only one that was in this movie. That was that only like kind of moment, like that fourth wall breaking moment, which I was kind of surprised by. I thought there'd be a little more of because I don't know if you've seen any of his other, Adam McKay's other films. No, I've not. Big Short and Vice. Or I'm sure he's got other ones, but those are the I'm I'm familiar, but I haven't seen them. So in Vice, it's like a lot of fourth wall breaking. I know well, in Vice, there's I know in the Big area. Short, they have a lot of like actors explaining economic concepts. Oh, like fourth wall breaking. Ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a thing of his. So I thought that when I we saw that towards the beginning, I was like, oh, that little, but it just never really came up again. Apparently, a lot of this movie was uh, dialogue wise was improv. There's characters who were just cut. 
or actors, I should say. I'm one. Um, even, but even like Sarah Silverman's in it for like two seconds. You she was say, a pod. She's doing a podcast. Some who was it? No, I can't think of it. But some I, I was reading like reviews and stuff, and somebody pointed out that one of the people from who was initially supposed to be in it was just cut out wholesale. So, but um, overall, it was pretty good. I, I like it. And yeah. again, it's a, it's a little over the top, maybe with its messaging. And it's but a little grim right. at the end, but well, yeah. But it's sad. Though. And we talked about after we watched it. That's the only way it could end, right? Like, you need that punch. Yeah, because if, if they succeed... If they fixed it. Especially because after... And I saw someone else say this in a review. I was like, oh, yeah, that then when you put it like that, it makes perfect sense. After, like, the NASA sort of, like, government mission fails, and then, like, the Russian-Indian mission fails, right? At that point, you know it. It's There's no way, right? Because, like, you could have spun it maybe in the message of, like, oh, we, they came together and they convinced everyone and, like, NASA did it, right? That, that could work if you wanted to have a more positive ending. But once those failed and it, they're relying on the corporation, you can't have the corporation fix it, right? Yeah. That would really <laughs> kind of do their do their whole message, right? Mm-hmm. If you just had like the yeah the evil Jeff Bezos Zuckerberg character just win and succeed and like yeah I saved the planet and I got all that money I wanted yeah isn't that isn't that neat? I, I I did like the scene when like when they're the mission's starting to like just fall apart. Mm-hmm. He's like. We've lost six drones. He goes, no, no, I've, I've been assured we all, we, 24 drones is operable. And he, and I was like, how many do we need for it to work? Like, how many can we lose? And he doesn't answer the so, question. Uh, lose from now? Um, cause like, yeah. I, I then was like, that means the answer is they've already lost too many or like zero, Like yeah. they cannot lose a single another drone. And then they just don't work. At that point, why didn't they just make like a hundred of them? <laughs> just, um, you had all that money. Yeah. Just like, what's the word? Redundancy. Just redundancy on redundancy at that point. Yeah, because don't make, if you need 25 or 24, whatever it was, don't make only 30, 50. Yeah, because then if half of them fall, you still got the half you needed anyway. The NASA mission worked. They didn't lose any rockets until they made them all blow up. Yeah, or until they made them just fall from, they turned around. Big shame. I do think there's also probably an element of, um, or maybe, I mean, shit, I don't know about astronomy, so maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they have a better handle on that. We're like a, uh, comet like that wouldn't sneak up on us six months out right oh no we probably see it way earlier so but overall definitely good they're definitely definitely towards the top for me of, of this list here um so what do what are we thinking jack so run down the list of the ones okay sure that so we've seen. judas and the black uh ones we both seen yeah all right so last duel french dispatch green knight house of gucci licorice pizza don't look up i would have to say i'm gonna have to put french dispatch over it no that's fair I don't think it's my favorite either. Because um, that, I mean, that used all my whimsy up for the rolling. It year. did, it did. So we couldn't appreciate some of the more comedic satire in that because could. and the whimsy was all gone. Was, so I, I definitely put it second if I rank the top two. Oh, I'd yeah? be the last. So probably those two, and then the bottom two: House of Gucci, House of Gucci, yeah, Green Knight, probably Green. I was going, yeah. I think, I think maybe we were a little too hard on Green Knight, and I'm sure if I watch it again, I would enjoy it mostly. But this bonus is a bit of a punching bag for us. But why were the giants in that movie? Yeah, there's an. I saw people like. Obviously, because, you know, we've just finished the Christmas season here. We're still going, depending on how you look at it. The epiphany hasn't occurred yet, so yeah. got five days for our Catholic friends. But people were like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. I wouldn't watch that at Christmas. That doesn't even have a happy ending. doesn't fit my Christmas t- material requirements. But it's, like, less than my requirements. It's barely at Christmas, first of all, and it ends pretty sad. I think he just dies at the end. I think it's worse than, like, the, the actual ending of, like, that, that, that story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's weird and grim. Like that part where he's king for a while. And then his um, son dies in war. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Quite sad. I think for me, I really do think Don't Look Up gets towards the top as well. I think maybe I gotta say either Last Duel or Those Who Wish Me Dead 
was my favorite, maybe. It's pretty good. Those are both pretty solid. Uh, I'm going to say Those Are Wish Me Dead, because it's a little less heavy, which is somewhat amusing to say. A movie that's got a lot of murder, but there's no, like, graphic rape, so. That's good. I'm Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. I don't... Graphic as much rape as last feels no like fun. a good movie, and, like, important, probably, and... Also, has a lot to also, say. we're going to take some points off, because Ridley Scott was a dick about it. He was a dick about he was it. like, oh, you guys... Millennials. because millennials don't want to see story. They want to look at their phones. Millennials don't want to see historical epics, Ridley Scott famously. Us, us Zoomers here, we know what's up, Ridley Scott. We vibe yeah. with you. And and by millennials, like all fucking people now, millennials oh, so he just, just means 20-year-olds. He, he basically means anyone younger than him. Yeah, as a millennial. Even though that's not how that works. But yeah, it's like Ridley Scott. Boomers love historical epics famously. And Boomer, again, as in just people older than us. Just the old, just old people, though. Like, I think that's always been true. There's that John Mulaney bit about... John Mulaney's like a millennial, right? He's been, he's much older than us. But his dad loves history. Dads love history. They I mean, love World War II. Everyone knows. knows. It's a classic joke that all straight white men, they love two things more than above all. Rome, World War II. World War II, yeah. So, yeah. You probably shouldn't have marketed towards millennials if that's what you're getting at. Really, Scott. Marketed towards the people you're you going to go see it. People near your age. But then also the messaging of it is kind of like a younger millennial... Zoomer kind of audience. So you kind of so he did kind of he he was fighting a losing battle. He wanted his cake and to have it too. And, and then House of Gucci was just not good. Not so a good movie. Come on, Ridley Scott. Come on. What Figure are you it doing? out. Figure it out. Why'd you let kids in that theater, Ridley Scott? It was your fault. Those Ridley children Scott. were there. Why did you let those nine year olds in our theater? Why were their parents not smart enough to understand the film? So the next one we have non comic uh, movies that are still like genre movies, right? Right. This is all like sci fi, horror, horror. Fantasy bullshit. Well, less serious. More goofy, but not comic specifically, right? So we got Z- Godzilla vs. Kong. Kong Last Night in Soho. Is it the other way around? I don't know. Just wrote it down. You're probably right. Last Night in Soho. Dune. The King's Man. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Without Remorse. Free Guy. Matrix Resurrections. No Time to Die. F9. In the Heights. Quiet Place Part 2. Tomorrow More. And West Side Story. Huh. You're all right. It's just called Godzilla vs. Kong. Why isn't it called Kong vs. Godzilla? It just rolls off the tongue better. So I was right. You didn't know that. You, you looked that up. Didn't hear me say any of those titles. Just I for me to listening. be right. No, I was listening. All right, Jack. Have we not? Talk- oh, The King's Man. That's the one we haven't talked about. Who's I think it's the one we haven't talked about. So let's talk about some of those we haven't seen first. I don't think either of us saw Ghostbusters. Or Free Guy. Or Free Guy. Or F9. I saw In the Heights. I saw A Quiet Place Part 2. I saw Without Remorse. That you didn't see any of. I think we talked about A Quiet Place Part 2 in the first episode yeah, of the did, show. So. Um... Well, I talked about it. You kind of listened. Didn't see it, did you? I oh, also I have West Side Story on here, which I have yet to see. I'm going to see it tomorrow. So, so what, what can you do? Up. What can you do? I've heard it's good, though. Spielberg makes good movies. Like, I love a musical. You know me, I'm a musical man. I know you. Without Remorse, is that other Tyler Sheridan? Taylor Sheridan? Fuck. It's Taylor Sheridan. I said Tyler before. His name's Taylor. Um, It's based off of the... What's his name? Tom Clancy. It's based off the Tom Clancy novel of the same name. It stars Michael B. Jordan. It's not very good. Just gonna say it. Um, I think it's gonna hopefully spawn like a franchise, like a Rainbow Six franchise. Because oh, because for those who don't know, Without Remorse is like the first Rainbow Six novel, and then they do all the Rainbow Six novels. So they could do that. That might be fun. Although in those initial books, Ra- Without Remorse is like his origin, this guy's origin, and then later on, it's like decades later is Rainbow Six because. One of the guys on the Rainbows, he's like the leader of the Rainbow Six team. One of the guys on the Rainbow Six team is his son-in-law. So how does Michael B. Jordan have an adult son-in-law, right? Doesn't right, matter. yeah. He's not quite old enough. So I don't know how they're going to do but I think they could do a Rainbow Six franchise out of it. And there's a lot of liberties. Really, not even liberties. It is in, it's not, they're they're the same in name only. Um, it's just a totally different story. Because the novel is, is in like Vietnam and stuff. Right, yeah. 
Um, it's got some half decent action, but overall, it was, it was pretty disappointing for me because I was very excited about it. Because overall, I think Tom Clancy stuff can be well, it can be good. Not all those Jack Ryan movies are good, but uh, Hunt for Red October kind of slaps. It's a Shane Black film, classically. Those um, that shows up supposedly pretty good. The Jack Ryan show. With, right, yeah. What's his face? John Krasinski. But it's not. It's not very good. Makes some weird choices. They're bad, and it just overall was not interesting to me. So pretty disappointing. But I did see it. And again, with any luck, maybe maybe the next one would be better, or maybe they're not making another one. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, unless you're the King's Man, Jack. This is a prequel to the two films in the Kingsman series, Kingsman and Kingsman: The Golden Circle. So we just saw this today. So I, I, there's, there is potentially Jack that I don't have enough distance on it to be totally impartial on it. But right. I really, really enjoyed. I had a, I had an absolutely great time with this movie. Thought it was sweet. I don't know. As we talked about it after seeing it, I know, I know it sounds pretty grim. It's a little morbid, but I World War One fascinates me as like an era of history. Right. Um, yeah. For a lot of the, like a lot of the stuff that gets shown in this movie, right? So like the you know political kind of side of it, like it is kind of crazy, and they they really lean into like this is the big part of this movie that that whole idea that the monarchs of Russia, Germany, and England are all literally first cousins, and um, they all the same grandmother. And people yeah. often say if their grandmother was still alive, they would never have gone to war. Yeah. She would have ran them all in. Well, I guess she also still would have been monarch of. That's true, right? So, um, but yeah, and like the. There's a lot of, like, pretty, I mean, I, I don't want to, it's certainly not, like, historically accurate, quote-unquote, but they, they sprinkle in enough real-life historical tidbits that kind of, you know, you kind of can point and be like, ooh, they're like historical Easter eggs almost, yeah? <laughs> they're like, ooh, the Zimmerman telegram, I know that. Ooh, Rasputin, I know him. Rasputin. Oh, the Bolshevik Revolution. Franz Ferdinand. Oh, Franz Ferdinand turned on that alien, got killed. Just Lenin. Just Lenin. Lenin. Trotsky. Uh, like if when he was like Gavrilo, go do it. I was like, oh, that's that's just Gavrilo Princip in the in this little evil organization. That's fun. Lenin's just in the organization. Woodrow Wilson. He's just there. <laughs> uh so I liked all that. Like they take care of the. I feel like and they never say it by name, but I think they mentioned the Lusitania and stuff. There's the early on quick shout out to the Boer War. <laughs> shout out to the Boer War. Favorite there's a, war. There's a flashback where Ray Fiennes is in the Zulu War. I think. He's, he kills a lot of those people. He kills a lot of people. Kills them very like, quickly, too. Yeah, it's it's pretty shocking in the moment. And so, I don't know. I found this movie... Fa- I didn't realize... I guess I... It sounds dumb to say, but I guess I didn't realize they were going to lean quite so much into the World War One stuff. I guess I kind of figured it was just going to be a Kingsman movie with, like, the World War One backdrop, right? Right, yeah. But it's very much about World War One. Like, I guess, I guess maybe here's a way to phrase it. I thought it was going to be more like, say, like, Wonder Woman, where, like, World War One is happening, but it's not really about World War One, is it? They, it's it's just kind of very loosely. And I'm I'm I was pleasantly surprised that it was not like Wonder Woman, and that they really did. Yeah, they're all go just, heavy they're just trying to stop World War One. They're just trying to stop World War One. That's like the plot, which I guess makes mm. obvious sense. I thought Ray Fiennes was awesome. I really like the idea of using um, the one actor to be all three of the monarchs. Yeah, I thought um, I don't butcher his name, but it's like Jimon Hansu, Jimon Hansu, something like that. He's in. Guardians and Captain Marvel and stuff, a lot of other stuff. Shazam. Shazam. He's great. He was awesome in this. Um, Gemma Arton. She's Polly. 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 She was good. Surprised Aaron Taylor Johnson and Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. Did they just show up? Isn't Stanley Tucci in the other movies too? Um, I don't think so. I thought he was like the guy who was behind his class at the end of the first one. What? I think Stanley Tucci's in the first Kingsman. As what? As like uh, his, like a helper. Like he's. Like he's like, oh, turn it on this hallway, turn it on this hallway, went in the final battle. Are you thinking of Mark Strong as Merlin? 
Are you, are you trying to say that you think Stanley Tucci is Merlin? Because he's definitely not Merlin. I'm looking it up. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. There's a lot of those kind of things sprinkled throughout, which I can... It sometimes can be hit or miss. There's really no saying for me. I don't know. I guess it, I guess it depends how much nostalgia I have for any particular thing. Yeah, I was wrong. It is not <laughs> strong. Um, in a prequel where they do the like origin of everything. So like in this one, they do like the... He's got that gun with a flare attached, right? That's clearly like later on they have that... All the Kingsmen have that gun with the shotgun on it. He's got... At one point, he, he puts those knives in his shoes. They have knife shoes later on. They have umbrellas. Yeah. His son uses an umbrella to bat away that grenade early on. They use umbrellas later. He takes his umbrella with him when he goes to the American Embassy. Yeah. beats. Yeah, he beats that woman with an umbrella. Damn near to death. Oh, yeah. Almost kills her with that umbrella. He almost kills her with the cashmere. Yeah. Kind of, aren't, they, aren't they working in conjunction? Oh, yeah. you know they are. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really fun. And then, like... So uh, we were reading some of the reviews. It's it's got a really low Rotten Tomato score, like below fifty, which kind of sucks. The audience score is much higher, like I think like seventy six or something. So tells you what the critics really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently the critics' complaints come from like the mixed sort of messaging that they have, like the muddled kind of moral of this movie, which I can definitely see because it's it's trying to be a serious World War One movie at parts. Which I don't know for whatever reason, <laughs> as a society, we've clearly decided. That when we're making war movies, World War II movies get to be like dark hoorah. and gritty. Now, I was going to say World War II movies are a little more like upbeat. Like, we did it. We beat the Nazis, didn't we? Right, yeah. And then World War One movies and like, I guess also like Vietnam movies. Those Korea are just movies. Sad. Yeah. Those are just like, we won kind of at what cost. It was all worth nothing. Because World War II was like a kind of a righteous, like just conflict, right? It's, it's, it's kind of almost narratively good versus evil. Yeah. Like, it's the pretty, Nazis are... And, like, Evil. yada, yada, winners write the history, whatever bullshit. But, like, in a lot of ways, the Nazis were, like, some of the most evil. There's, like, the most evil organization that ever existed kind of deal. We, like, yeah. So, but World War One is not that. It's just fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's just alliances and, and treaties. As portrayed in this movie, it's just it, nonsense. What's the acronym for it? What? There's an acronym for, like, the four causes. Oh. It's, like, militarism, imperialism, nationalism. Alliances. I think it's Maine. I think it's oh, okay. yeah, M A. It's just not like it's it, it's millions and millions of young men die from nothing. As they say in this movie, like an entire generation of young men in Europe just died for nothing, and it sucks. <laughs> so yeah. World War One movies are usually like the serious, your nineteen seventeens and your war horse and your they they shall not grow old kind of deal. And at times, this movie does try to do that, like namely with the the spoiler there, the son there, right, Conrad, because he just dies in it pointless bullshit way he like witnesses firsthand the horrors because that's always what happens so, i'm gonna go to war i gotta do my part and then you get there and you're like fuck this sucks this is the worst thing ever this is, I this is like this. the worst war ever this is not a war as he states like he points out like that's not there's no amount of like bravery or like courage you know personal skill or ability that that make you live there's no like leadership there's no personal like marksmanship that make you survive more in world war one because they just throw you at machine gun yeah or you, you, or in, to landmines to no man's land. Yeah, like they show all those guys who run out of the trench, and they're just the, none of them survive. They're killed instantly by machine gun fire. And again, like that's all kind of morbid, but it's I don't know. Some of the periods fascinating. The uniforms, like I, I think what it is is that there's it's this. I mean, they say this like there's like 15 different periods in history that people point to sometimes and be like, this is the first modern war. Like they say that about the civil, like the Americans. In some ways, it was, but like. I would say that World War One is like truly the first modern war in sort of the weapons that are used, as in like tanks, 
planes. Heavy artillery. Yeah, heavy artillery. Mortars and such. Machine guns. Like what, mustard gas and chemical weapons? Yeah, chemical warfare. They say the Civil War because it was like one of the first um, large-scale industrial wars because mm-hmm. it happened after the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, those tra- railroads and such. But obviously, like World War I is at max, and it's this clash between like these traditional tactics of like we stand in lines and shoot each other gentlemanly. <laughs> we all have horses, guys. And then, like, two months in, when everyone's just dug in trenches, they're like, man, we can't bring horses. What do the officers get to do? If we can't prance about, how about ponies? And shoot and go, fire the cannons now. Fire when we're ready. Um, and so we don't, and we're getting better at shooting, so we're not missing every third <laughs> shot. We're really just killing these guys. Yeah. Our guns have scopes now, and they're quite accurate. Yeah. We can just shoot you from a mile away. Pitch it pretty well. Yeah. So it's pretty grim. Like, but again, something about it, it's just interesting. Again, the, the aesthetic. 1917, I love. War Horse, I really like. The, that Battlefield 1 game, it's pretty sick. They have MP-18s in this. That's not historically accurate, mind you. They didn't have MP-18s until the, like, the very last months of the war, so when they right. show them in this movie, wouldn't have been right. Frankly, it's questionable. It's it's like a matter of historical question if they ever even fielded them. in actual. If they ever saw actual service during World War One. I. I won't oblige them. That. I'll oblige them, Jack. I, I won't. Okay. Because those so stormtroopers were cool. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're so glad you did that. Those stormtroopers are cool because they had the they, they had the Stahlhelms, like those like World War Two era. Because they in World War Two, right? They had the same helmet, so it's that like big flared Darth Vader looking helmet that they've got. And mm-hmm. they also had the and, gas mask, submachine guns, and gas mask stuff. Those are stormtroopers. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I actually that was a really fun part, like fun. <laughs> um, but <laughs> where they're like, guess we got to do this man to man, mano a mano, yeah, boys. Shoots with us, alert everyone in the trench. So that was kind of fun. And also, like, plausible. Because clearly they were like, how do we make it so these guys just beat the shit out of each other? Because there is a fair bit of guns in this, but kind of like the other Kingsman movies, they're clearly like, well, guns are usually a less, depending on how you do it, but overall, I would say most of the time, guns are less interesting in movies because you shoot someone and they're dead. So you can like, fire out into nothing. Yeah. So how do we make it so that, like, we can do as many sword fights as possible. Yeah, bladed fights. When they fight, when they, fights. All three of them fight Rasputin individually. Oh, yeah, the Rasputin fight's also great. So again, stuff like that, I can see what they mean. They're like, they have a goofy fight with Rasputin, and then his son dies horrifically in World War One. It's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I gotta do pacifism, but actually my son would have been a sick-ass murderer, so I'm just gonna kill you, evil kill Scottish you. guy. Because my son didn't give a shit. So I do get that, but I didn't mind. I don't know. To me, I can compartmentalize those both to be like, it had a pretty good message, and like, it also had King that sick Kingman like comic book action. I don't know, like it's pretty great, man. The King's movies are fun for that. Yeah, like that. I feel like something about the way they shoot those scenes and, and the way they convey like momentum and stuff. It really does feel, I don't know, comic booky, right? Yeah. Because over the top exciter, like wham, like they they basically go everything short of like putting in yeah, like like the, Adam West era, yeah. like wop, bang, yeah. whammo, kazam. It's it's real fun. Oh yeah, and also pretty grim, but. That's all right. And I, I will say, going into it... Well, actually, going into it, I did not realize that Ray Fiennes was his dad. I don't know if you knew that from the trailer. I was just like, I did not. I figured it was more of like an Eggsy... Gary. Oh, no, Eggsy and um, Harry situation. Harry situation, where he was just a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. So, no one knows his dad. I was like, oh. But then once I once that settled in, I was like, oh, he's got to die. Because in the first Kingsman, they say that the origin of the Kingsman is that it was a bunch of like rich dudes who lost their heirs in World War One. Decided they wanted to like make an organization to stop you know your World War One from happening again. So I was like, oh, his heir has to die. Yeah, and he did. But then they started Kingsman. Aaron, Aaron Johnson. I mean, there. you know, they had a bit of a hiccup stopping World War One happening because then World War Two happened. No, and Korea happened, and Vietnam happened. So they weren't the 1992 U.S. invasion of Panama that also happened. What do you mean? 
It's not pan. It's not from any panel. So that, that's just while while we're here. Let me just talk about this. We thought potentially that they're gonna spin this off into a franchise of its own. That and I don't even know if there's anything on the horizon as far as like the other actual Kingsman movies with you know Karen Egerton and uh, Jane Tatum. Or, sure, Jim. I meant Harry. Who plays Harry? Isn't he gone? Oh no, he's not gone. Oh, I he's forgot. back. Right. He's back. You haven't seen, famously never watched anything for this. I know. <laughs> you haven't seen Kingsman two for some reason, but. He comes it. back. What's what's his actor? Zach? Uh, I Colin Firth. See, you knew it. So I don't know what the plan. I guess I assumed they were making another one of those, but people didn't really like the second one. But then again, apparently people don't really like this, so I don't know. It remains to be seen. But who knows? I think it feels like they're trying to set up a franchise in this era because, again, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Stanley Tucci are there sneaky for like two minutes apiece, but then they're in the Kingsman at the end. So you could bring them back, do another movie with them, kind of like we were talking about with James Bond earlier this year, right? Where, like, what's her name? Anna de Armas is, like, sneaking in it for, like, 10 minutes. But maybe you bring her back later. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe put out Idris Elba in, like, 004 for some. Why not? Um. So, and also, we talked about, like, some of the villains don't get used very well either. That that woman, she's just alive still at the end. Yeah. She, just she got, like, chokes her out, but they got her still. Daniel Brule's just out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a number of the other ones we just never really see. Lennon's still alive at that point. <laughs> He's still doing his revolution. So... You could do a follow-up. They like, killed like Zara's whole family. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't shy away from that part. They just no, showed it. They're like this it happened. Did. It did. Pretty horrific. They, they, Unnecessary. One thing there was the only. I think the only part, like the only historical thing they didn't do, like exactly accurately, or they just made like kind of their own thing, was the Rasputin fight. Because at the end, he's killed, which is not how he's killed in history. Because they poison his wine and they shoot him, and he gets back up, and then they shoot him again, and they beat him up with sticks, and then. Chop off his penis. They think it's magic, mm-hmm. and then they throw him in a river. Famously, famously, just to make sure he died. Because seriously, he was very hard to kill because he had immunity to poison. He ends up in a body of water at the end. Yeah, but, but they don't remove his genitals. So what's even the point? No, yeah. we need the NC seventeen rating for the Kingsman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they. I don't know. Maybe that happens. I'll screw. Maybe that happens after the fact. Maybe it's a deleted scene. It's close enough. Right, that oh, like yeah. you could like fiddle. You could be like, "Oh, we altered the we we, we did this and then we, we got our our network of maids to <laughs> plant lies or something." Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like because he is murdered in real life. He was murdered by like a mob or whatever, right? So it's not like in real life, Rasputin died in his sleep peacefully as a man, <laughs> and everyone loved him. Yeah, so I think it more or less works. The guy who did Rasputin, Lizard from Spider Man. I thought he was real good. Very rasputin Very creepy. Yeah. Awful man. Weird monk. Awful monster of a man. Poisoning a child and faking to do... I guess he is just magic, though. He does just heal his bum leg, so... He was was actually a healer. Like, he didn't know how to do medicine, I think. Oh. Like, he was that, but he also... He was was like a monk, and he also, like, could heal people. But he, like, kind of used that to his advantage, and was... Actually, I'm, like, a godly healer. He did also get them addicted to heroin, as I understand. Oh, yeah. 100%. Opium would call it back. But, uh, good film. So, basically, again, a little too close to be totally impartial on it, but it's up there for me this year. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I was, like, more or less excited for it, right? Yeah. But I was kind of surprised by how much I liked it. I don't know why. I mean, I really like the Kingsman movies, even even Golden Circle, which I don't like as much. I like the first Kingsman movie? Yeah. I, I really think I might, if I had to pick... I might pick this or this like timeline. Like, let's do old timey ones, especially because Kingsman Two leaves them in such a weird spot, like organizational, because they kill all the kings. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, they kill everyone who isn't Eggsy. Oh, my and God. then Harry, but then Harry's like back alive, so it's like, oh, got Harry. But it's just the two of them. Everyone else, they blow up the shop. Merlin. Oh well, Merlin, but then he dies in the events of the movie. 
spoiler. He, he sings Country Roads. You've probably seen it. Yes, I know what you're talking about. So it's, honestly, fuck it. Like, just maybe just do these ones because they, they blew up King. They blew up the shop. They exploded the Kingsman shop in Kingsman 2. Like, this one, they still got the shop. They can still go to there. Kingsman. They could put in that underground room where they keep all their gadgets. Oh, yeah. So for me, definitely for this category, it's going to come down to No Time to Die and the King's Man, I think. Can I see those real quick? I'm not, not talking about Again, we haven't seen some of those. Maybe we should have. We haven't seen Free Guy. I think overall people like Free Guy. Oh, we didn't talk about Matrix either. Oh, shit. Let's get into Matrix, Jack. So we watched Matrix this week as well. Yeah, we did. I thought it was fine. I, yeah, I, yeah. Frankly, I really just don't get how it's producing these, like, inter- uh, these um reactions from people. Because people really hate it. It's, it's, it's got a lot of anger about it. And, like, I don't, shit, dude. I don't want to. I feel like we go this way a lot because it just seems easy, but I also don't know if it's always fair. But it's another one where it feels like, is it just because Trinity has like a more central role? Yeah, she's important and like... like she's like an actual character in this? She's like a yang to a stuff. Yeah. Is it really that? that there, people, is it people are just like, well, I wish there was more Neo doing Neo things. I hope that... I would hope that's not why, but... Yeah, and you know one thing about this movie, I'll give you a fun back, we're just talking about this. Because I remember I saw like an interview with Keanu Reeves and he was like, yeah, when she pitched me the movie, I was like, well, how do I come back? I, I died in the third one. And then she pitched me back, and I was right on board for it. And I was like, oh, it must be like a really interesting way. And the beginning of the movie when they're like, oh, he's like a, a TV, you know, uh, he's a video game designer. He designed The Matrix. Like, the Matrix are just a series of games he makes, and they're making him remake them, and he's going crazy. It's like, oh, that's cool. Maybe he'll have to go back in and do something. Like, it'll just change how you look at the series. But then he was just, then the way they do it is that the machine's like, oh no, we just rebuilt your body and brought you back to life. Yeah, just cloned him. Baby. So it's like, that's the reason that was super cool to you? Like, what? Yeah. I guess almost everything that I like, all my all my kind of personal complaints about this could just be summed up as, this movie didn't need to exist. No, it, it really, really didn't. didn't. I do not think it's a worthy successor. I don't think it's, I, basically, I don't think it's like, deserves to exist. <laughs> I agree. It did not prove itself to me. I did the Rick and Morty, the show, show me what you got. <laughs> I came up wanting, Jack. Oh, yeah. Because throughout this movie, there's literally just, they didn't splice f- scenes from the first movie, the better scenes. And you're kind of like, it was better then. Yeah. <laughs> or so, or in one scene, they're just playing the first movie in the background, like just the film on like a sheet being like, well, we want to remind you of your past. So we're just playing the first movie. Now, here's the thing. And I said this to you earlier, and I, I do believe it. I do think that this movie could potentially be like, say, your Force Awakens, right? Where if the Matrix was really important to you, where it is really important or whatever, if, if those if those that series is like your thing, if you're one of those like rare souls who actually like very much enjoys all three of them, right? I could understand how this movie would be cool for you because you're like, I, I love the Matrix. They're doing Matrix stuff again and I'm cool with it. You and I do, do really not feel that way. Right? No. We're, we're far too young to have enjoyed them, appreciated the Matrix as it came out. So we only saw it as like young men, adults now, right? So yeah. we don't have nostalgia for it, really. So this didn't really do anything for us because it's just kind of like, I don't know. This is like a slightly worse version of that movie I saw like last year. <laughs> or, I mean, I, I saw it over 10 years ago at this point. I remember very much joining my parents. They were like, watch The Matrix. Let's all watch The Matrix because you nope. guys are old enough to watch it. And we have it. We like this movie. Watch it. And I was like, this is a great, obviously, first Matrix. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. Like, you know, it's it's it has such an impact for a reason. Like, it's a very good movie. And I'm just like, I just rather watch, honestly, rather just watch the first Matrix again. And be yeah. Like, so like this cool stuff that's happening. The things I did like were the way that the world progressed. Right. So I like that they kind of had to, they had to explain in the universe, right? Why they weren't using flip phones and phone booths anymore. Right. Obviously, the obvious answer to us is, well, 
when they made the movie in 1999, they didn't conceive of like <laughs> what the internet would become. Yeah. And so now they have to like reverse explain it kind of thing because you know it starts to fall apart she's like well the machine the the movie takes place in like the 23rd century or whatever why did the machines not know about 2000 and yeah. smartphones and, yeah and 2020 2000s. but whatever so they had to kind of reverse explain it and it's like it progresses 20 years ish within the matrix right and there's that whole like they they can just pull out anywhere now they don't again they don't have flip phones and things they can have like the programs become like tangible in the real world yeah yeah and like some of the machines switch sides i was like that's cool because and and even with um like smith at the end i was like that kind of makes sense because like you know what the only thing that would suck more than being like a machine that's like plugged into the matrix to make energy a human you mean yeah being a human plugged in would be like literally just being a program that has no free will to speak of right so like it would make sense that they would be just as pissed like well no we want free will too fuck you (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, beyond that, like the kind of, and and beyond like the oh, it's the it's the Merovingian. Oh, they brought him back. Oh, it's we're doing. He 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 still knows he still knows kung fu. That's fun. He wants guns, lots of guns. Like <laughs> other than all just the throwbacks, and again, like the literal intercut scenes. Like, hey, this guy's Agent Smith. He says the Agent Smith thing. He doesn't look like Hugo Weaving. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't but even he think is. about it. We're going to show you this clip of Hugo Weaving, so you you remember. Beyond that, I don't think. I don't know that the uh, the story was really there. No, it's really low stakes. Like we have to get Trinity out because I want her, I love her. But it's not like if we don't get Trinity out, the world ends. Because it's already pretty fucked. Yeah. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't really lose, and it just kind of continues as is, which is not great. But again, it's like I, I do think it loses, and again, I, I don't think it was worthy as like a successor, and, and it didn't really deserve or need to be made. Because if anything, it just cheapens the other ones. Like, yeah, why does he come back? It really isn't a very compelling reason. It really does kind of feel like everything they did at the end of Revolution? Revolutions was kind of for nothing. <laughs> like, they do just, they it's just back to what it was. Right? Yeah. Also, they didn't actually win. The truce lasted, I guess, not long, not very long. I guess maybe like 40 years or something. I don't know, it's been a while, but the machine just came back. They just put everyone back in the Matrix. Like, it just kind of cheapens it. And like, not for a good enough story to make me care. I'm just like, ah, oh, we're just doing this again. We just do, we just have to break out of the matrix again. Like, really? Yeah, we did that already. I do like how everyone's still wearing sunglasses, leather duster. So that's pretty cool. Their style did not evolve, which I appreciate. <laughs> one, one thing I thought was weird, and in the moment I was like, oh, was that weird? But then I was reading people's reaction. I was like, that is kind of strange. When he uh, confronts his therapist, the analyst played by Neil Patrick Harris, he like freezes him in in bullet time. The power that he uses. Mm-hmm. That's not what bullet time is. Bullet time is the technique of filming they use in the Matrix. Bullet time is not a power that Neo possesses. It's not like he's sure it is. Is it? Yeah. They don't. I don't. Do they reference? But but that's not a thing they reference. Are you saying like the word bullet time? Yeah. Like they don't like the word bullet. Time I would say is that is a word that we yeah. use outside to be like, oh, that's why he's doing I would, that. I think you're right. I don't know that they ever say it in movies, but that is what it is. And so like I it I it did not bother me that that's what they called it. I kind of see what you mean. What are you gonna call it though? Quick moving. That thing you do when you go real real fast, Neil, and the world looks like it's going slow because of how fast you're going. You fast, world slow. That's what they'll call it. <laughs> He's called it bullet time. Yeah, um, I guess so. You said that you thought maybe Neil was doing a little too much of the powers. Like, third act, he's just doing all the powers. He's just blocking every bullet and just force pushing everybody. Yeah. It's kind of what he does, though, isn't he? He's the one. Or maybe they're so. both the one. I don't know. They're, both, they're, one ha- they're two halves of the one. It's kind of nice. Like, that is, like, the kind of the only nice thing, again, is that Trinity does get to be a character and it kind of points out that it really drives home that like their like romance is 
you know central to the the story of the matrix right like but i don't know maybe do that in a way that doesn't just start that matrix over it's just sad i don't know it just made me feel kind of like damn it just didn't work (laughs) yeah the machine just won again it's pretty grim wait i'm trying to think i can't top my head but there's something else that was like that right oh you know what it's like? It's like we talked about with, for some reason, some fantasy authors like to be like, my world's actually the beginning of, of just prehistory for Earth. Like oh, yeah. Tolkien famously. Tolkien did that. And I, I think People think that about Wheel of Time. Yeah. I think it's, I don't like it for Tolkien at all. It's like, I find that kind of grim because it means that society just failed. Like, yeah, all the magic goes away. <laughs> and then the great cities of man and like the great kingdoms all crumble and then we just start over. Or I guess maybe I'm taking it too literally. And the idea was always like, well, they just—it's kind of a slightly different version of our world where instead of the Middle Ages, we had magic, magic. Yeah, I don't know though. But it, it, the Wheel of Time one is probably more egregious. It's like, well, it's another age, but it's like, yeah, but we don't have magic, and they have magic. Also, it's an age that lasted thousands of years, uh, uh two million years. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Yeah. Again, maybe we're taped. That—that's how this made me feel. It was this idea that like, oh, they just fucking failed. And they tell him they're like, we were good for a while. We were kind of tight. Morpheus was king or whatever. That was cool. And then there was a new power rising and we but ignored then, it. Yeah. The it machines just came back. The machines, like, they realized they had scarcity again, too, and they just fought each other. And then like, we'll just do Matrix again. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do a sequel to The Matrix without doing The Matrix again. But maybe that's why you just don't. Yeah, I think so. Even though, like, even in the beginning, they're like, huh, Warner Brothers is making us do a sequel and they're yeah. going to do this without you if you don't do it. So it's like, I wonder if that's just true. I kind of forgot that. But yeah, I wonder if that's just meta like i wonder if lana wachowski really was just like well it's better that i have some hand in it than not none at all but apparently i was reading like even like pretty close after those first after the initial trilogy like in the early 2000s they were talking they were floating around the idea of it right so i don't know if this is the idea they had back then could have just stayed shelved i agree but yeah i don't know it it was not impressed ultimately it's fine again it doesn't um I don't see what is generating so much discourse online. Such a big controversy. Maybe it's just if you, I guess maybe it is like you said. Some people I I can imagine if Matrix is important to them, they they would like it. Maybe it's the flip side of that. If the Matrix is important to you, be like, well, they just made like a really like lukewarm nothing movie that just again it cheapens the originals and doesn't add very much. Yeah. So why did it exist? It just kind of detracts. It don't again. I really think it does detract from the other movies, and it doesn't really stand alone. It's just kind of like we're doing all the things again. So I guess I could kind of see. It. I don't see why it'd make you that mad. But <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Matrix just very much middle of the pack for me. I would say yeah, I would put that. I would say my top movies would probably be my top one probably Last Night in Soho for sure. As we uh, oh yeah, kind that of see your episode. Thoroughly enjoyed that film. If I had a chance, I'll, I'll probably when it comes on like a streaming, I'll probably just watch it again. If like some people who haven't seen it, be like let's watch this movie. Bottom probably don't say it. I was almost going to say it. No, I'd probably say Dune's at the bottom. Right behind it is James Bond. Uh, I don't know. Neither of those are very good. Do you see any movies this year that you'd put below either of those? Because they're both good movies. They're both pretty good movies. A lot of people love Dune, Jack. I don't give a fuck. Why do you hate it so much? Because you really dislike it. Because people love it too much. Oh. People think it's too good. No, that's a good point. It's not that good. It's okay. Like we said in the episode. It's pretty good. If you break ground twice, you're just digging. That's right. They're not breaking new ground. You're just digging a hole. Yep. It's one half of a book, and it's the great. The ground's already broken. It can't be groundbreaking. It's yeah. the ground's been broken. It was broken in fucking 1960, bro. Frank Herbert wrote six books. I think I'm and, just gonna and, say. Hold no. on, before I say it, fuck James Bond. That's all I have to say. Do yours. <laughs> I think it's. For me, it's it's 
gotta be no time to die just for nostalgia alone man you get those goggles really welded onto your face don't you it's a good movie man. we it's all fun. we had fun with it we had a good time with it. Your opinion, we had fun. we had a good time I when we saw james bond i did not we did not see no together. we did we didn't see it together that's a we res- we had respectively good times <laughs> you know what i couldn't skip the song ruin my enjoyment <laughs> It's a good song. Billy Eilish did a good job. Yeah, it was a fine song. I didn't mind it. You suck, man. Whatever. Let's move on to next section. But Kingsman, very close runner up for me. I loved it. Yeah, that was. Good. I that really was good thought one. it was, was fun. And again, I guess I'm just morbid. But World War One, pretty sick. All right. Now we're next got, topic. I got shows. We're in a show. We're past movies. Well done. With yeah, movies. I saw that. Did you watch those? No, I didn't watch any of those shows. I think on your list. Oh, this one shouldn't be on here. I don't know why it's on there. No, I, I probably didn't either. We could just mostly skip it if you want. Let's just skip it. Let's say, I'll just say a couple ones I would like to watch at some point. Tiger King. We totally forgot to yeah, watch Tiger we King. Yeah, we kind of, we talked about it, but I don't, I don't think it was very good. Oh, uh, really? I don't know. I mean, it just didn't really generate a lot of buzz. And like, I can't imagine what it was about. Yeah. I mean, you can't really, like, you can't really do Tiger King twice. Yeah, just because it was popular. It's a documentary, right? You, that's famously weird to do sequels on because Tiger King was, uh, Tiger King great. Like, it really is a very well done documentary. It's just a, it's from incredible. It, from just from an entertainment perspective, I'm not gonna say it's like some bastion of, of like journalism, but just entertainment wise, the way they frame those episodes and like the twist, and then it's like the way they piecemeal reveal things to you throughout the season, right? It's incredible. It really like there's a reason everyone was blown, you know, losing their minds over like, it for a piss, month, piss shitting and crying about it. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, it, it's very addictive because they do like the and then what you didn't know. His, his little husband fucking shot himself. Oh. And we got it on camera. And you're like, oh my God. You can see his reaction. Holy, like, holy shit. Or like, and he just firebombed his thing. And, we, and the crazy thing is, we talked about this off show. Most of their footage is gone. Most of their footage was lost. That's the incredible thing about Tiger King is that most of the footage. There's stuff that God like, only knows what Tiger King would have been if they got, if they get to keep all their footage. Because like, Joe, I was like, actually, they could send me to prison. <laughs> they sent him to prison well, anyway. I should probably kill those crocodiles. Yeah. Those crocodiles didn't deserve to die. Nah, Famously, I hate those goddamn monsters, but they didn't deserve to die. They're hell beasts. They're godless killers, crocodiles are. But they're unchanged they for millennia. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. What do you change? What do you change about the perfect killing machine? They're so scary. They're terrifying. They're unchanged since the K2 extinction, Jack. They got four-chambered hearts like us. They're just dinosaurs. They're just dinosaurs that are still walking. But yeah. So, and again, it's, it's, a, it's a wonder that they crafted that much out of yeah, like so I don't little. know, I don't know, I don't know how much proportionally of their footage was destroyed. Um, the point is, there's no way they've gotten enough in the intervening year. That's that was like years. I don't, frankly, I don't know how they funded that. How do you bank? How do you? Where where do they get the money to like pay a crew to just follow around for a year without any returns? Because it must have been years. Yeah, literally. And then like the studios, like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're still just filming. It'll be great, promise. Just keep paying us, though. Definitely, put, just keep those checks rolling. <laughs> keep those checks. Keep coming. signing them checks. We'll have a show eventually. You'll get one. It'll okay. be oh. great because it'll come out in March, and then there'll be a big, big, uh, big disease running around. Everyone will be inside. They'll have no choice but to watch it. So yeah, I can't imagine what they would have. They they can't have gotten that much footage in the year, other than Joe Exotic's on there, like, let me out of prison, Trump, please. So. Well, maybe I'll get around to it at some point. Again, it, it caused like zero ripples. It was not discussed in the slightest, was it? Oh, no, not at all. So I didn't hear anything about it. And then the other things on here, I do want to start watching Yellowstone in 1883, as I went into earlier. That's that same guy. And so I've, and I've only I've only heard good things. I, from what I understand, it has a very that very similar kind of vibe. And 1883 is just a Western. It's just in the past. Yellowstone yeah. is like a, like a neo-Western because it's you know modern. 
Right, yeah. 1883. Just a Western. From, it's from the year, titular year, 1883. And it's it's just on uh, Paramount Plus. Famously, the only reason I haven't done it, famously, <laughs> I say famously to, to my close friends that I've discussed <laughs> this with, the only reason I haven't watched it yet is because um, capitalism, really. <laughs> they've, they've split up all the streamings again. It's just cable again, isn't it? Yeah. You need to own 30 streaming services. Oh, yeah. To get all the shows. It's it's abysmal. I hate it. I can't wait for the bubble to pop. I can't wait for Netflix to go out of business because they're, they're running on fumes. Netflix is like, we just talked about a Netflix movie we enjoyed, but Netflix is like towards the bottom for me. We've talked about this off show. Like, if, I mean, whatever. I'm just a consumer, so I just pay for a lot of them. I have this, like four of them. It's the big consumer show. If I had this strictly like, if you gun on my head about it, Netflix would be towards the bottom for me at this point. It's a lot of movies, but HBO has a lot of movies. I think HBO is better, maybe. And then, like, you get the Disney package, which is that Hulu, Netflix, ESPN, ESPN Plus, and that's, like, as cheap as Netflix, or as expensive, whatever. I think it's, like, the same price as just Netflix, so hard to justify anymore. But so, get, get this, Jack. Let me run this one by you. Does this make any goddamn sense to you? Yellowstone, right? It airs on TV, on cable, right? On the Paramount Network. Season 1, 2, and 3 of Yellowstone? To go back and watch. Get Jack, get this. You ready? Not on Paramount Plus. They're on Peacock. They have the these... NBC streaming service. No, 1883 is on Paramount Plus, And season four of Yellowstone was released on a Paramount Plus like the same week that it aired. Maybe like the day of or whatever, right? As it was airing on cable. I have Paramount Plus. My sister has it. Tidbit. So I can watch season four. <laughs> but I can't watch season one through three because I don't well, know. Really, you just got the end. So you got the good part. It's absurd. What I'm saying is capitalism mistake. The Industrial Revolution and its consequences. Yeah. They have been as disastrous for mankind. So Hey, hold on now. They got Mountain Dew though. No, yeah. Without that, how would we get all the slayers of Mountain Dew without capitalism? That's true. So maybe it's not all bad. If it, if it were not for the Industrial Revolution, we'd just be drinking like tasting dew off of off of, of the mountains. Yeah, <laughs> which they call it that, but there's no way it tastes as good as Mountain Dew. No. The live, the citrus flavor. All right. All right what's our next topic? The thing Comic shows. Like. All right, cool. Run it down for me. So it's, it's all the, you know, the ones you'd expect. So WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, and then the, the oddballs in here. So I just didn't, so those were all just the, the Marvel Disney Plus one. Then we have Invincible, which was actually this year, right. believe it or not. Doom Patrol, Hitmonkey, and MODOK. We never got around to watching MODOK. Or Hitmonkey. I kind of want to watch Hitmonkey. Probably will at some point. Yeah. MODOK? Actually, both of those, though. Just never heard anything about either. I watched the first episode of MODOK, and it was it good. It was fine. I just don't, I'm not a huge fan of the art style. It's really what kind of threw me yeah, it's off. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why it exists, frankly. <laughs> no offense? Yeah. No offense to Patton Oswalt? Why does it exist? Where'd that come from? Why'd you do that? Why'd you do it, Patton Oswalt? Invincible. We haven't talked about Invincible, so I don't know why I Yeah, we haven't talked about it Blank the fuck out for it. It's great. It really is. A classically listeners, uh, you wouldn't know this, but classically among the two of us, Z told me to watch Invincible. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, for real. I'll totally do that. Didn't do it. And instead, what I did. Yeah, I tried to get you to watch it as it was airing. I didn't do it. So what I did, I did this pro game. Uh, listeners, Ian Lowe, you can tell me. You can email us, tell me how cool I am, or tweet at us. I instead uh, read the first 48 issues illegally on Comic Scan's <laughs> website. And then I went, I know what I'll do. I'll buy the two and three compendiums with the other rest of the 159 issues. And I just read those all the way through. And then I watched the entire show. Do you still just have two and three? Yeah. You just don't have the first compendium? No. I haven't got around to buying it. Because I already read it. And it was like out of stock for a while. So. I, no. Okay. That's crazy. No. No. That, no. No. That is no. crazy no, 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 no,
because it wasn't in stock. The only reason I read it online is because stock now I have one. Stock now I have one. I don't give a damn. You just no. You're gaslighting. You don't just steal yours. It is not normal person behavior to just have books two and three of a series. I put it just phrase it like that, Jack. If you walked into my house and I have every Harry Potter book in a line except Sorcerer's Stone, you'd find that strange, probably. No, because I don't judge people. If you walked <laughs> in my house and I just had Two Towers, Return of the King, you'd be like, where the hell's Fellowship? And I'd be like, well, I've read it, haven't I? That'd be fine. Get out of here. Fine, I'm leaving. So what do we think? Uh, Invincible's good and all, but I don't think it's cracking the top for me. No, I, WandaVision's just the best one. WandaVision, for me. And fine. then Hawkeye. Haw- yeah. Good, 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 jolly good show. Man, Look we're so that. smart. God, we're so we're fucking so good at smart, bro. Reading things. Now, imagine if people listen to the show. Yeah. They would know how smart we are. They would They would get it. They God. would They would almost certainly agree with every opinion we've expressed thus far. Oh, totally. So, yeah. WandaVision. And I think there's got to be, like, some... I don't know what the word would be. Maybe nostalgia. I'll just say that again. Um, <laughs> there is definitely an element of, like, it was the first one. It was, it was, we, I feel like we all treated it as much more of an event back then. Yeah, it was just literally like January. Because it was the first one. Also, it was the first Marvel thing in so long. And it also had more of that suspense, like, what's going on Mystery. element to it. Mystery like, what the fuck is it? even going on? So, I don't know. I It was a big deal every week when the WandaVision was in I was loving that. Oh, yeah. And now I think we've settled more into the groove. Of, like, it's just a, it's just TV shows that come out. For then it was like, oh, my God, it's like a Marvel movie every week. <laughs> and now it's just like, well, another episode of Hawkeye. I'll go watch that. Even yeah. though I liked Hawkeye a lot. Again. Um, it's just, I don't know if it hits the same. So I don't know if anything's ever going to hit quite the same as WandaVision. WandaVision, other than, of course, Daredevil, uh, season four. But it was, it was very good. And then, yeah, Hawkeye just did close runner-up. Yeah. Now, what do you say is the bottom of this? Oh, of the, I mean, I, yeah, other than, uh, the ones we didn't watch. Yeah. Probably so just found I haven't him. seen Doom Patrol, Hitmonkey, Modoc. I mean, it's in my HBO Max queue. I'll get to I, it eventually. I don't have any intentions to watch Doom Patrol. I, I've heard, I, I mean, I guess it's good. People like it, so good on them. But of those, for me, I don't know. It might be Loki. Or, or maybe, I don't know. None of these are bad. Yeah. That's a thing. So I don't. I, I would say Falcon and Loki, just because, uh, as we've talked, I have talked about it a little bit on the show, but as it was coming out before we had the show, actually, us talking about these shows is what made us actually, you know, nut up or shut up and actually start this. We kind of talked about how, among ourselves, that. They kind of want to do like the whole like racism in America and how, and they kind of start to do interesting things, and then they just take like a rule right down the middle on the fence centrist take, and it's like, well, fucking don't even do it at all. If you're not gonna make yeah. a stand, like don't don't like poke and prod and be like, maybe we'll do it. Just don't do it then. Like do it or don't, man. Yeah, I feel like people somehow like somehow unbelievably Disney gets so much shit for like they're too woke nowadays. When really that's the broke take, Jack. The woke take. So they don't do they they just like fucking touch on all this shit. They just pretend. They're like, well, yeah. if we vaguely imply racism in our thing, that's that's filmmaking. Yeah, that's what we. Well, it's really not. Do. Like, do something with it. Actually, do something. Yeah, but they gotta sell to China. Exactly. Exactly. Like, ooh, we have gay people in Star Wars now. Not really. You've got gay people in the comic books, and then you had a one second gay kiss that you could cut right out for China. Like, have some fucking balls, Disney. Yeah, have some cojones on you. Put Phil, Finn in things. Apparently, they, I, I think Finn's just not on post. Apparently, oh, yeah, they, they, they cut him out of posters. Like black people. I don't know what that's about, but come on. Racism. Well, yeah. But, like, yeah. Really, like, actually do something with it. You you have a you have all the money. Gazillion you have dollars. gazillion dollars. To actually, just do some shit, you, would you? you we, we say gazillion dollars a lot. You actually have the you gazillion. got it. So, like, come on. And then Loki is just because they kind of botched the end. Yeah, the end's real weird. It certainly remains to be seen. Like we always say. 
The best part is that we were right about Kang, but as we always, as we always follow up with, everyone who knew about Kang knew it was Kang. Yeah. So we weren't like fucking breaking any new ground here. As with almost everything, almost all the predicts we have on the show, it's hard to hard to even remember if it's original thought we spawned, or, or if, if we, we just, got it from somewhere, or if it's just everyone else thought the same thing because that's what happens with this. Yeah, it's not really that hard to piece mm-hmm. it out. Oh, they're gonna do a time travel multiverse thing? Villain of some kind from Marvel. Who could that be? I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm the first guy to think of Kang the Conqueror. Kang. Yeah. So yeah. None of them were terrible, but yeah, I kind of agree. Not all crazy. Winter Soldier Falcon Winter Soldier or uh, Loki would be towards And it dep- definitely depends to see. Loki Loki could potentially be redeemed by whatever the follow up is that. Doctor Strange, Strange and or Loki two. Loki season two. So. I I remember I had that theory. I don't, I'll say it right now because I don't know if we'll get into it another time or when I'll think remember it again. But I remember I said that before they push Doctor Strange back, oh, they're, they're going to, I mean, I guess they could, but shove Loki 2 in between Doctor Strange and Thor. Oh, that's going to happen. I might, that might just not happen or it might happen. It might happen the way I think. Like he might just, they might wait a longer to meet him back up then with again, Thor. They moved back Doctor Strange and Thor. So I wonder how Loki is going to relate to that. I'd be shocked if he had, if his season two came out soon. Like if they were like, Loki season two right now, I'd be like. It would kind of be out of nowhere, wouldn't it? Be very quick. Turn around. I mean, it doesn't have to be that quick. If Doctor Strange back in May, when did Loki start this year? Like May, right? Yeah. I mean, a year between seasons is kind of how shows work. I guess often. I guess it's true. I, I guess it's just that we haven't. There's no, we been no leaks. Heard anything, so yeah, that's that's my thing. And then again, though, I I could just do it. it. Would be nice if once they just surprised us like, genuinely, and just like mm, it's here, sneak, sneaky, did a sneaky on you. Yeah, and watch now that we said out loud, it'll be like all these leaks and rumors are gonna pop up my Instagram, being like <laughs> Loki season two coming out in April twenty twenty one. 2022. All right. Uh, so then here's what, the non-comic shows. So same, same. And there's a pattern emerging. So there's, there's a whole bunch. This this is capitally like comedies and, and everything. So Squid Game, Book of Boba Fett, The Bad Batch, Wheel of Time, Foundation, It's Always Sunny, Letter Kenny, Archer, South Park, Cowboy Bebop, The Witcher, The Expanse, Reservation Dogs, and Only Murder in the Building. So I watched very little of those. You watched Squid Game? My parents liked The Expanse I didn't watch a lot. Squid Game. What do you think of Squid Game? I mean, everyone watched Squid Game. It's the most popular show ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really is. So. It's really good, and then they fucking fumble at the very end. Yeah. They just trip and faceplant. Oh, there you go. Like It's like a really emotional episode, and then there's a twist, and it ruins it. Book of Boba Fett just started, so it probably really doesn't deserve to be in there, but I just forgot no. to mention we'll, it. We'll talk, we're not going to talk about this week, because there's only one episode. We'll talk about first one, oh, yeah. first two episodes, we're next episode. Buckle down, because we're talking about Star Wars live action for the first time ever. First time ever. The Bad Batch was good. We thought we, we enjoyed it. Wheel of Time, not awful. We didn't. We did not enjoy it at all. Terrible. Um, <laughs> makes me makes us so angry and sad. Foundation didn't, didn't watch, watch it. it, but I think I heard it was. I've heard. Okay, it, I think it cost a lot of. Money. Oh no, I'm thinking of Succession. Oh, that could be on here. Oh, that could have been serious shows with all the other ones we didn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Big long list. It's always sunny. We obviously watched pretty good. Uh, Letter Kenny. I actually have not watched the new season yet. I don't know. I've I've you only watched very yeah. little of Letter Kenny. Much to my chagrin, because I think it's great. It's 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 right up there with Sunny as like my favorite, uh, definitely current comedy. Really, it's up there. Live action, all time camera, co- single cam comedy. Yeah, is that the phrase for without laugh track, single camera. Um, there's some word for it they use, like I don't a term. Know if they call it that. Single camera, I think it's like The Office, where it's like literally the idea is if one dude with a camera. Right, that's multi camera is like you're on a soundstage. Yeah, with like, a, like a sitcom. Like yeah, a fucking sitcom. Like, like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Like. Friends, yeah, Cheers, yeah. all yeah, those exactly. ones. 
I don't know what like Letterkenny or Letterkenny. There's some term for them. We'll, we'll probably figure it out. Letterkenny does not have a moving camera really often, so I guess yeah, I guess maybe it does. Fit. I don't. What a, what a, just comedy though. I, I would say just live action. Yeah, comedy show. It's right. It's up there for me all time. It's probably for me. It's Seinfeld, Always Sunny, Letterkenny. I love right. It. Yeah. I. It's it's awesome. I don't know. It's very funny. Again, I haven't actually watched it. It's because it just came out four days ago. Cut mm. some slack, listeners, please. I, I can hear you screaming at me, but that's the only why. It literally came out the day after Christmas. Um, so I haven't got around to it yet. And I also think I'm probably going to just watch them all before I watch them. There you go. They're not very long seasons. Yeah, they're really not. So I'll probably just start from season one for the heck of it. Um, Also, Archer. I have started on the newer, newest season of Archer, but I have not gotten all the way through. But I love Archer. Archer's up there for me. Like, I guess animated comedies? Maybe Archer, Jack. Controversial. For me, Archer personally might edge out Seinfeld if I had to like lump them all together just kind oh, of wow. interesting. i love archer south park this year was also really fun they only had like they had three like specials they haven't done a season in like a billion years or something but they did specials which were very fun i was telling you about them earlier they're just good it was i don't know if did i tell you like the actual premise the, the premise th- is that it's like the future it's in the co- future COVID's not over yeah and the pandemic's still going <laughs> yeah which pretty fun probably will yeah just happen yeah it's like it, the the way it starts is just funny because it's like finally the pandemic's over we're going back to school here are our kids going back to school were they were they affected long term by this probably not let's just brush them around <laughs> we can go off to the movies and, and the parks and blah 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 it's like finally the pandemic's over and, and we're all cool with it we're all gonna be fine and then it like is slowly panning out and like it's stan watching this on his computer but stan is like 40 now <laughs> he's like 45 he's not he's not in eighth grade or he's not in third grade or whatever <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, it's it's just ending. Oh, oh, goodness, it's pretty fun. Cartman becomes a rabbi, which is funny because he's famously like anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic, so pretty good. Butters is really good. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I like South Park a lot, so those episodes were actually pretty solid. Cowboy Bebop, we did not watch. Do you have an opinion on? I heard it was bad. Yeah, I heard it was okay. Actually, I heard I've heard mixed things. I heard it wasn't really wasn't that bad. I heard I've seen it's that people Cowboy say Bebop it works fans. better as Seinfeld than Cowboy Bebop. What? That there are scenes where they're just like doing banter as if they're jerry and george <laughs> okay I, I was like that's a um i heard it really wasn't that bad maybe and it was just cowboy about fans bx about it that like it probably was fine yeah it could just it could have just existed on its own but now it's canceled so. it, it might it might be very much how we are to wheel of time yeah maybe speaking of the witcher apparently people are not very happy with this season including henry cavill including henry cavill because it departed too much for the from the books in bad ways and he and he quoted he was like i hope next season we can just do it right and the showrunner is like, we will, Henry Cavill. Please, don't leave. Famously, many people have said, and including his own co-star, he's like, he's like the guy. Like, he knows everything about these fucking books and stories. He's a big nerd. He, he, he loves go- Brando Sando? He, he he's does? He's read the Stormlight Archive? Yeah. Let's go, baby. We should get him on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm For the sure. fifth Stormlight, but we got plenty of time to build it. Yeah, you you didn't see that recently? No, I didn't see In an interview, asked him, like, uh, someone in an interview asked him books, and he's like, oh, oh Brandon Sanderson, he's writing this great, this it's this great world. It's these really interesting characters. This whole thing. They're called the Stormlight Archives. Give him a look. I was like, yeah. He plays World Woo! Famously, when Tessioner called him that he was going to be Superman, he ignored it because he was playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> he was like, oh, the phone's ringing. I'm not going to answer. And he's That's like, right. oh my God, it's Zack Snyder. And then he awesome. called him back. He built his own PC. He's just one of us. Could, I was going to say, every nerd on Earth like just lives vicariously through him. Because he's also ripped as I was fuck. Say, <laughs> we all get to pretend that we're also nerds and ripped. When we're ripped and one. handsome and all the girls want us. We're like, we're cool movie stars. Yeah. And they really read comic We're books. just one of those. He's just like us. He's just a regular guy. Except in almost every way that's important. <laughs> but yeah. So apparently people didn't really like that. I want you yet. I'm bothered. I might read The Witcher at some point. Maybe when we're done with Wheel of Time. 
I'm, I'm hankering. For hankering? What about Discworld? We gotta get through Discworld. I think I'd rather read Witcher. Discworld. You're such a little fuck. Um, and then you said your your parents like The Expanse. Yeah, they really like The Expanse. I've heard it's great. I've heard this most recent season actually is not as good. So I don't know, but people really. Like I know it's it. a book series. Yeah, it is. yeah, and it's like it's just I think it's like a it's um hard sci-fi kind of deal which people really like, but that also you know it appeals to like Star Wars nerds and shit who also a very soft sci-fi with like magic. So it's it's just fun. Mars is like uh, militant shit. It's pretty People cool. Live in the asteroid belt, but they're fucked. Yeah, because they can't. They ain't got nothing. Gravity's wrong. Yeah, making bodies off. Reservation fuck. Dogs. I don't got to yet, but I bet it's fun. Taika Waititi is a producer. Yeah, that. I think I've only heard good things about that one too. I think it. I know it's getting a second season. It's in my Hulu. And then only murder in the building. Only murders in the building. I also Selena Gomez, Martin yeah. Sheen, and Martin Short. Martin Short, excuse me. Martin Sheen is the different actor who was in The West Wing and Departed and The Departed and. Oh, who's the other guy? Isn't it Steve Martin? Steve Martin. Isn't it Steve Martin and Martin Short? Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, I, Martin boys? I was like, it can't be Martin again, right? Surely it can't be. Fam- uh, like comedy legends. Yeah. Steve Martin and Martin Short. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a show. Fam- uh, oh, I keep saying that. It's fun to say. It's on the, it's on the Classically, it's on the famously, by trade. That's always just, that's a show about a podcast. Really, we should just, I feel like we're we should just write our own show. Yeah, we're obligated, maybe. Oh, or yeah, maybe you're you're saying this is tapping into a market that clearly has that has interest. We two guys famously who have never taken writing classes in college should just write a show. See, so the premise of that show is that they are doing a murder, a true crime podcast, trying to solve a true crime that happened in their building, a murder that happened in their building, right? Yeah. So what would ours be? We do a pop culture podcast about pop making culture. It. Oh, it'd be like you know what it'd be. It'd have to be like one of those. The, now this is this is a like a loop. The show is about us doing the podcast, about us talking about doing the podcast show. That's also talking about the show that's about making a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're writing. Okay, so we're writing a show about doing a podcast mm-hmm. where two guys do a podcast that lead to them writing a show that is about two guys. It's doing like a Seinfeld. Yeah, when Seinfeld they get a show eventually called Seinfeld. I want to be Jerry. You can be Kenny. You get to be George. Oh wait, oh no. Ah, uh, you, oh, wait, you wanted to be Jerry. Oh, I fucking dang it. You didn't truly wires. understand the reference. wires for a second there. <laughs> Shit. I mean, you could be Kramer, but you also got to be Michael Richards in real life. No. <laughs> Kramer, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so what are we ranking these? I'm saying Wheel of Time. Sucks, I will say it, it's, kind of, it's kind of a real, like, maybe I should have split the comedy up into its own category, but I didn't. Yeah. So this is, this is what we have. Hey, listeners, it's not perfect, but it's what we mm. got. Well, so let's just do it now. I'll say for my comedy. Probably it's always sunny. Well, honestly, I like it's always sunny just fine. But I really, I was really very impressed with the South Park show. So it might, South Park might have jumped out for me this year. I'm gonna say always sunny. It's the only one I watch. Right. Um. And then if we just did non-comedy stuff, I guess just Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah, Bad Batch would be the time. only one. And the worst one for both of them, just Wheel of Time. Yeah. Yep. And that's all we'll say just about it. It really wasn't even like even if it was a little better than it is, it would still probably be the bottom for me towards this because didn't yeah. see a whole ton of you. Or I saw a lot of them, but I didn't watch Cowboy. Didn't, didn't watch The Witcher, Squid Game. Didn't watch The Expanse or Squid Game. So yeah, for me, maybe if I cared, of, um, if I had read some of The Witcher books as well, and I got to be mad, maybe we just got to be vitrally angry. Nothing's better than a fantasy fans, fantasy novel fans, not doing well this year. They're, they're punching the air, they're literally, <laughs> literally crying and throwing up. Yeah, they're having a rough, rough go of things. Imagine you're big, big into it. I love it. Oh, they're doing. The Witcher's getting another season. Henry Cavill's great in that. Love and they it. did Wheel of Time. And they're doing Wheel of Time. Oh, and then you're just like, okay. So are we on a surprise category now? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, not yet. How long do we get to? Just wondering. Got a couple still. Wow. Jeez. This game might be a long one. You know what? Well, for the new year, I think we can swing it, right? Well, who, frankly, 
who's going to stop us? Not anyone. You say that. You say you can swing it because you're not editing. <laughs> you little fuck. Jack, you can put whipped cream in your morning coffee. <laughs> no one will stop you. The ducks in the park are free. I have five. You can just take them. The stray dogs, you can just throw rocks at them. <laughs> you shouldn't. I, okay, you shouldn't. Don't, maybe, but you can. Really? The crows in the sky? You can train them. You can train the crows. You can be like that guy who got him to, to bring him shiny things yeah. from Fortune. <laughs> or who, like, trained the crow, one crow to be his friend and the other crows he was mean to, and the good crows fought the bad crows and won? Crows communicate, right. maybe. You could like, be a crow god. Crows from far away, like, knew of him. <laughs> yeah. How'd they do that? How'd they do that? It's probably just Did fake. they also have crow fortune? It's probably just fake, but... It's for I me, mean, yeah, it's 100%. It's fun to imagine. Fun the to ducks about. in the park are free. You can make your podcast as long as you want. <laughs> Especially if no one's listening to it already. <laughs> What's, who's going to stop Who's going to stop Who's going to even care? Please. There's no laws. Please, somebody care. <laughs> okay. No, my mom cares. She doesn't like how long they are. Sorry, mom. I mean, if, you ever, if you ever get to this episode, sorry. So, the next one I got is animated stuff, movies. Ready? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Right, we got Ryan the Last Dragon. We got Luca. We got Batman the Long Halloween. We got Encanto. We have Justice Society, World War II, and also, like, I just didn't write them all down, but there's a number of the DC animated ones. Right, they pump those out like it's their jobs. Yep. Like, Stephen King pumps out books, or Brandon Sandow pumps out books. They do, like, four, four a year or something. And, like I said, they're better than most of the DC actual movies, so right. give them looks. I only saw Ray and the Last Dragon and Batman the Long Halloween. Um, I didn't see any of it. I saw Luca. Oh, you did see Luca. Well, I didn't nope. see Luca. Nope. Let me, let me, you know, I'm going to put a qualifier. Jesus Christ. I saw the end of Luca. What is wrong with you? Well, no, okay, not on purpose. I How can't, do you spend I, your time? I can't. Oh, I'm doing this on a show. Consume like me. Just consume I got, everything. I got home. I was at work. Famously, you know, we have jobs. But I came came home from work, and my brother, my sister, and my dad were all watching it. And I came in for like the last twenty or thirty minutes. How were those last thirty minutes? It's pretty good. Here's my thing. I don't want to sound controversial. Probably not a gay allegory. People are saying I that. Don't think, people, I, think I think people looking. That's not. It's one of those things of like, I actually think if anything, it's counterintuitive sometimes to like the, the kind of LGBT stuff is when they overdo it like that, right? It's similar to um the the sequel trilogy, right? With It's kind of like a Finn and Poe thing, right? Where they're like, oh, they're gay. It's kind of that because to me, if anything, it's like you're stepping on the different message, which is it's like a kind of anti-toxic masculinity kind of message of like two dudes can just be friends, close, like close friends. It doesn't have to be a gay thing. Like, if any, we should, there should be more stuff where it shows, yeah, like young boys that you can just be like close, like vulnerable, emotional, you know, close friends with another dude. And it doesn't have to be because you want to kiss him. Like, yeah, because doing that just kind of perpetuates the other side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm not gay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't show my, I don't tell the homies how I'm feeling. What? The homies kissing me goodnight? I would never. And everybody knows. I mean, the homies got to kiss you goodnight. Not gay. That's just being a good friend. Just be, exactly. You're allowed to be a good friend. And kiss your homie goodnight. Read so the story. you don't need to do, oh, the little boys in Luke are gay. They're just good friends. The little mermaid boys are gay. Just let them be they friends, man. Just let them be friends. Didn't watch it, though. So I don't, I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah, so what do you do with your time? I watched Ryan we didn't watch the Last Luke Dragon. Or? So we don't, I'm not going to lie, though. Only watch Ryan the Last Dragon because Kelly Marie Tran. I think she's great. I, people were too mean to her for Star Wars. So I was like, Aquafina was in it? She was I'll a dragon. This one for you, Kelly. And then, two dragon movies by Disney. Oh, my goodness. And then also, um, I did it because I wanted them to let me see movies again. They kind of held that over us like a cudgel. Disney was like, you come see fucking Raya? We're not letting you see Black Widow. And I was like, all right. Okay. 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 Like, if, if Raya, show us you want movies, Zach. You're, you're going to what? You're going to release Black Widow in May, right? They're like, maybe not. And they Depends didn't. how Raya does, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I think your friend Colin, too. 
take your friends. You need to bring at least two people with you, or we don't. We will know that you don't care enough. <laughs> It'll be all your fault. You're, are, you're not seeing it again. You're not going to see it a second. You're not going to give us give us money. So that was at Didn't least Soul come out this year. Soul came out late last year. Yeah. I'm almost certain. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, I yeah, Luca and Encanto. Oh no, Encanto was not a Pixar one. Nope, Disney. Only one Pixar joint this year. Yeah, just Luca. All right. You got anything to say about this? I guess Raya for me. <laughs> Luca for me. All right. The last cool. three minutes of Luca. All right. Now I got video games. All right. This will be a fun one. So we got Halo Infinite. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Back for Blood. Okay. Resident Evil Village. Okay. Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Far Cry 6. Okay. And we'll be the show 21. Okay. And Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. I played all those games. No, you didn't. I played 60 hours. All those games, 60 hours. Not so let's start some of these. So Resident Evil Village, Cyberpunk, I neither of us played. I suppose because they seemed relevant. I think Resident Evil Village is just fine, right? It looked fine to me. People, people saying it was good. People saying it was good, right? Yeah. Had that weird creepy baby monster. I mean, people love Lady Demis, whatever. Demetriscu? Yeah. I mean, I mean she's we've a... all seen the fan art. We we know. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Horrible mess. Disaster. Yeah, kind of like, Maybe not even that bad, but like, yeah, it's, it's one of those. It was so overhyped. It was so like massively blown. It was never going to live up to it, really. But it really didn't live up to it. Yeah. Like, there's just like a whole, there's a whole video by this guy who'll do videos like that of like uh-huh. games that are hyped and then disaster. And it's a 40 minute video. I should he watch that. He doesn't talk in it at all. It's just like oh, clips really? of the gameplay and then like them being like, this is this is all this great stuff. It'll be like it'll be like a a, a pre rendered thing of like all these NPCs doing yeah, unique like, lives. And then it'll cut to the game and there's four guys and one guy walked into a pole and just doesn't move. They'll glitch through cars like it's like. Oh my yeah, god! They're, they're like, How did they think this was good? You can see some of the trailers or like whatever you'd call them looks pre-render cutscenes, pre-render stuff from like two or three years ago at E3, and then they compare, and then it's like this city, and it looks incredible, and there's so many people walking around, and it's a, it feels like a real city, and then they're like, someone went to that same exact spot in the game. It's just like there's like six dudes, and it's like dark and not very well shaded. Yeah, it's, it's awful. So yeah. I don't really, again, I didn't care. What, I, what, I I will say this. If it was good, I was going to get it. I didn't have an immense amount of hype. I don't have any particular um, affinity for the cyberpunk. Is that a franchise? It is, right? It's a tabletop role-playing game. I was gonna say, it's that. It's that same one, right? Yeah. So I don't have a particular affinity for the cyberpunk franchise or even just like genre for that matter. But if it was good, I was going to get it because it was like a good RPG, which I can, I can vibe with sometimes. But it just wasn't. So I didn't. And again, like there's people like, oh, it's not that bad. But it's like, is it that good? Yeah, exactly. Is it nine years good? It's like it's just another one of those. It's just endemic of the industry right now. The, uh, the they're crunch, in a bad crunch spot, crisis. Dude. Yeah, it, it was nine years to make that. Even, like uh, games take longer than ever. They're more expensive than ever, and they aren't finished. And they just come out like that. Even more, uh, I think because I'll, I'll talk about Hunter Rise right, a little so bit. We'll only do some of the ones I saw. Uh, okay, you have one game to talk. About. Well, I was saying because it, it works with the crunch thing you're talking oh, about. Oh, well, almost all these do. I yeah. Do. Oh, okay, that's fair, yeah. Fair enough. Well, maybe not. But uh, Halo definitely has Halo. Halo was delayed, Halo, as we but, know. Okay, so what else? I only put MLB The Show on here, <laughs> 21, because they do one every year. It's really not super senior, mm-hmm. just because it's the first one on Xbox. And I like baseball. I'm playing it. Big baseball boy. You know me. I do Far know Cry you. 6, I think, was just Far Cry again, but very buggy this yeah, year. that's what I've heard. And um, so... Yeah, I don't know. This kind of ties back. We talked about it a couple weeks ago when we talked about the potential, not even potential, but the upcoming Ubisoft Star Wars game. And I was like, people a little hard on Ubisoft. I think they just make good games. I think they're good at what they do kind of thing. But this one, they weren't even good at that. Right? People are, people have been saying for years now that Far Cry is kind of like a tired 
franchise, a bit of a shadow of its former glory kind of deal. Right, yeah, yeah. And then when you make one that's not even like, it's not even, you know, solid, um, technically, it's not even technically great, um, it's not, it's not ideal, but it's got Juan Carlos Esposito in it. Everybody loves Juan Carlos. Yeah. He's Moff Gideon. He He's is. Gus. Gus Fong. He's that guy in The Boys. He's in The Boys. That's right. His compound V, I like the way he talks. He's in... He's very menacing. He was in some of the trailers for Destiny. He's telling his son about wolves or whatever. Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's we'll be talking about that a little, actually. So, I mentioned I was going to talk about it at one point. I think one of the times I ranted about the Avengers game. Maybe that Guardians one will be better. Yeah. It really is. It's really fun. It's a, it's a good game, man. I haven't finished it yet. And if I had one complaint, it's that some of the characterizations, some of the... um. Some of the characters, some of the appearances, some of the scenarios are a little too close to the MCU, which is not on its own a bad thing, but it just feels a little lame, if you ask me. Um, yeah, it feels like a little cop-out. Yeah, like, and it's the same thing kind of of the Avengers game, where they were just kind of, they, they looked like, you know, Mom, can we, can we have the Avengers? We have the Avengers at home. The Avengers at home. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the Guardians Galaxy at home. And it's just like, they're little, they're just off. They're like Uncanny Valley, where it's like, well, he's wearing the red jacket, which is clearly a movie thing, because that's not really a thing he ever wore in the comics, until, you know, he wears it now because of the movies, but... Right, yeah. That's not what Star Wars looked like. And now they do that. They, they do, like, the, he's got a Walkman thing. Like, there's less of that in the comics. The music, I will say, I do like that. I think that is a solid choice, because there, there's music throughout the game and stuff, which, um, and it's some, some choice 80s tunes. Oh, yeah. But putting all that aside, it's just real good. Story's just... It's like an actually interesting story. It's just a nice linear game, which I appreciate more and more nowadays because they were far between. It's not like a dumb MMO thing like Avengers where it's like, you got to do raids with your friends and get gear. There's none of that. You just play. It's just it's just good, man. All the all the guardians are, are like useful. You can so you just play a Starlord, right? You can't. Mm. You're not. There's no switching, between, but you can order them around. You're like, tomorrow, use your thing. Not that, that all feels fun. It's just it's cool. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Well, I wasn't super surprised. Before. I had heard a bunch of reviews from people who were pleasantly surprised. So I, I was kind of like, ooh, it's better than I thought. I just had got around to it because I bought it the same day Halo came out. And this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah go. let's go ahead. Kind of a shame because it went on sale like after Christmas. I could have just waited. I didn't start it till after Christmas. What are you going to do, Jack? Yeah, oh, also some of the performances, not just, but like some of the, like Drax in particular, the guy's just doing like a Dave Bautista version of Drax. I mean, it's not the guy. It's also like the writing. Of, but that's not really what he's like in the comics. The whole like, I am literal comedy. I don't understand metaphor. It's a lot of that. Right. The, yeah. the very literal thing, which I'm going to say. The... The guy who's doing Rocket is just doing it Bradley Cooper impression, best I can tell. And again, even down to like his dialogue and his mannerisms and stuff, it's a little unnecessary problem. But yeah, it's good. Oh, even down to the Milano. They have the Milano. It's called the Milano. That's not in the comics. Like that's that's just a piece so. So whatever. But a lot of it is draws on the comics as well. It's clearly it's its own thing. It's neither neither one or the other. But there is stuff like in this universe, Drax has killed Thanos, right? This is takes place after Drax killed Thanos, which is a thing he did. Oh. Gamora's the daughter of Thanos. There's like a war. It's not the Annihilation War like it is in the comics. It's a war between the Chitauri and the Nova Corps. It's got Nova Corps. It's fun. So there is like interesting stuff that clearly it is It is a universe that is overall closer to the comics than the, the MCU. MCU, I would say. But even down to like the, the makeup of the team, right? It's just the team from Guardians 1. There's I don't know if the team has ever been that in the comics, as in like just those ones. No. Initially, like the as in like the first time they had the new Guardians, which is because they had the Guardians in the eighties. It had all those guys, but also like Adam Warlock, um, Better A Bill, not yet, but he shows up. He shows up. Yeah, exactly. There's always someone showing up. Basically, is what I'm getting at. In recent years, Kitty Pride, Iron Man, the Thing, Flash Thompson, Agent Venom. Venom. Yeah, but yeah. Even in the first the first iteration of the team, it had Adam Warlock, Quasar, 
were also there. Mantis was started on the team. Right? Cosmo was kind of on the team. Um, and none of them are, are in this, so. Maybe that's a little disappointing, but I will say, I, I could see how in combat that might get a little uh, confusing. Hectic. Yeah, yeah, a little hectic if you had like seven people. To, You're to commanding and command. you had to do you. So I kind of get it. And I guess if you really got to bring it down to the core, that's who it's going to be. But it's Angela, not super, not super easy, but whatever, you get the point. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so that was a pleasant surprise. Um, Although I think as, as uh, you may be able to glean from some of my previous talk on the show here, it's for me, my de- favorite game's definitely got to go to Halo. I've been playing the heck out of that. Multiplayer's good. The campaign was really good. It's just great. I was very pleasantly surprised because it was like, ooh, they delayed it a year. That's not, ooh. It's, it's not usually a good sign, but no, but it lived up to it. expectations. It's good. And then Guardians is going to be nice, uh, probably a nice runner up, honorable mention for me. Or actually, Back for Blood was also really good, though, I will mm-hmm. say. That's fun. That's like a s- spiritual successor to the Left 4 Dead. Right, yeah. It's just real good. It's fun stuff. What do you have to say about Monster Hunter Rise, Jack? Uh, so that was the only game I played <laughs> out of this list, much as X Chagrin. And I had a good time on it. It's the first exclusive Monster Hunter game to the Switch, and it kind of, again, suffered, as all these games did, from that crunch crisis, where they released the game, and then they released three free updates for it, which just gave you more... Uh, no, two free updates, excuse me. I believe that just gave you more monsters. But the last free update just gave you the true ending. So, like... If you bought it on release and, like, played it for, like, a week straight, you just didn't get the whole game. But they added, like, a couple Elder Dragons and they added the real ending. So that's not, like, a great thing. But overall, pretty solid game. Uh, they added some cool mechanics that haven't been there before. You get a dog you can ride. Like, these bugs that have, like, wires that all give you special attacks. And they're adding, like, a big expansion. Um, I don't know if your listeners are familiar with Monster Hunter World. They did Monster Hunter Iceborne, which is, like, a whole other game on top of Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. And for this one, they're doing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak in the summer which will add on just to Rise with a whole new cast. There'll be some returning monsters, and they'll add a, made, make a bunch of new ones like they do for most of the games. So That's I'm cool. excited for that. I'm just trying to finish up. Just got to finish up all those hunts. So yeah, good time. I didn't have it written anywhere here, but there's a Monster Hunter movie came out this year. Yeah, I heard about that. Then they make a weird joke about knees and making like a Chinese knees joke, and then China didn't show it in the theaters, and it made no money. <laughs> there you go. So I guess that definitely that's for you. Monster Hunter World's your favorite game. Rise, yeah. Or Monster Hunter Rise. There you go. The next topic, or the category I have, I just I just had all the MCU things lumped together, um, but I guess in retrospect, it's going to be kind of obvious. Yeah. I guess the question just because is going to be for us, Jack. Does Wanda is WandaVision better than Shang Chi for us personally? Because we said Shang Chi was the best movie, WandaVision was the best show. Yes, because I already knew Wanda, and it sets up a lot of cool stuff for her. I like Wanda more as a character. Yeah, than I think Shang-Chi. I might say WandaVision was the single best MCU thing as well. Yeah. Sweet. Because, like, what what is Drip if if not Swag Persevering? Exactly. When nothing's better than Vision in hey, the that... Turtleneck. Chadley Vision? The Ship that? of Theseus? The Ship of Theseus. What a great, great... That was a great moment. Love I was... Uh, I... Jack, don't mean to brag. I knew about the Ship of Theseus before it was cool. So did I. So, yeah, we both... Yeah, no, that wasn't, that wasn't an attack on you, Jack. You well, and the... I are famously very smart. I'm the only one in this room. Who, who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> Everyone else listening at home, Zach. They're Nobody's all dummies because they didn't know about the sh- they didn't know about ship of Thessis before it was cool. We knew that's true. We knew. I I hit people with that all the time. Who knows, Jack? Is it the same ship? I think it's always the same ship. I think the ship is the ex- I think it's the experience. The ship is the friends we made, made along, along the, the way. way. Because listen, and I think Plato. No, maybe not Plato. Maybe Plato. Maybe Socrates. One of them. One of those fucks. <laughs> he addressed this once, and he was like. If you say that it's different, it's a different ship once you take off a plank or like 50 planks or whatever planks. If you take, if you say it's a different ship, Jack, you have to say it's a different ship like every second because it's always 
different. It's always yeah. a second older. Is 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 the ship second older different than the ship one second younger? Is the ship ten minutes older? You don't replace any planks, but it's ten minutes older now. Those yeah. planks are different. Those planks are weaker. On like a molecular level. So the ship is the experiences. I, that's just me though. It's the friends made along the it's way. The, I I think the ship of Theseus is the friends we made along the way. You know what? And you know what? In that same vein, I think Kingsman was the friends we made along the way too. The Kingsman were the friends we made along the way. Probably. It was the it was the fathers we bonded with after all our sons were killed horribly yeah, in World War the, One. It's the other guys I met who also had no sons. The sad bachelors. Well, and maybe no wives. It was the, it was the sons we lost along the way. I guess. <laughs> Much sadder. Yeah. Okay, what, what's our next one? Are we getting into the secret ones yet? We're getting into the secret one. All yeah. right. I'm excited. I just want to say, eat your heart out, Martin Scorsese. Take Fuck that, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, these my movies. They don't tell you anything about the human condition. What? Yeah, take that. What is drip if not swag persevering? <laughs> That's not enough for you, Francis Scorsese. What? What the Godfather have to say, Francis Ford Coppola? Oop. Not that. Did Did Michael Corleone talk about his drip? I don't not. think so. Three hours, not one mention of drip or swag. All right, Jack. You ready? All right, what's this a surprise is the first one? of uh of of three nice just go- these are just kind of goofy okay. surprise ones. All right, this one is the best movie that came out this year, Jack. That should have come out in 2020. Ready? Right? It's a <laughs> okay. lot. It's a lot. It's a big list. So you use them all. Ready? Oh, jeez. All right. All right, Jack. Is it No Time to Die, Black Widow, The King's Man, Morbius, The Quiet Place Part Two, Free Guy, Godzilla vs Kong, In the Heights, F9, Matrix Resurrection, Death on the Nile, Dune. Top Gun Maverick, Eternals, The Green Knight, The French Dispatch, Venom 2, Ryan the Last Dragon, King Richard, West Side Story, The Tomorrow War, Avatar 2, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Uncharted, Mission, Pol- <laughs> Mission Impossible 7, or Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> Some of those movies haven't even come out yet. Some of those movies won't come out for years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't even remember all the fucking ones you just I mean, said. It's mostly just for goofs. Yeah, no, that's um, funny. Obviously, the best movie on that list is No Time to Die, but... Right, no. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, I uh, thought... I did like the ones funny. I found that initially, at some point, Avatar 2 was supposed to come out in 2015. Now, also, Avatar 2 was supposed to come out in, like, 2015 or something absurd. Like, it's yeah. been... They were like, I'm doing it. James Cameron's been doing it forever, so... He had to write all those and then invent a camera to film underwater. <laughs> He had to wait for the technology to catch up. He's limited by the technology. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's he's a madman. He's literally Aunt Tony Stark in this shit. Right, so the best ones, I don't know, Green Knight. I, I was going to say Avatar 2. Sure, yeah. No, I'm saying Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> Isn't that funny? The funny thing about that, though, too, Avatar 2 and Indiana Jones 5, in part- Avatar 2 in particular, is definitely not just a pandemic thing. Because, again, it has had, like, it's been supposed to come out every year since, like, 2015. Yeah. Like, no, we'll do 26, uh, 7, 18. 2020 probably what could happen in 2020 probably nothing <laughs> probably nothing nothing of note uh, i think now it's not even supposed to come out till like 2023 oh, jesus christ i remember at one point or yeah next i year. saw like in 2018 that they were like yeah the schedule is gonna be like on christmas star wars movie avatar movie and then they decided to cancel every star wars movie for the rest of time i guess and most of avatar it seems so yeah but yeah again a lot of those still haven't come out which is fun so i try for death and nile today yeah we're gonna see it fun I'm yeah. excited. I trailer showed too much classic. Yeah, I didn't even see that trailer. I was gonna see it, but whatever. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Morbius. That's a pretty choice film. Hmm? Can you imagine how much richer our lives would have been if we had to, if we got to see it last year? That would really would have brightened it up. I think. I think it would have just just take the edge off 2020 just that little bit much if I had gotten to see, see Morbius. Jared Leto vampire and frankly Venom too. Can you imagine if that one two punch bah, 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 Venom two to and. My- Morbius, right to my happiness. Yeah, that one-two punch to my last shred of <laughs> hopes and dreams and sanity. <laughs>
All right, so what are you picking? What's what's the best film? I, I, yeah, I mean, Jones five for me. It's again, it's just dip one. Oh, also Top Gun Maverick, also still not out. <laughs> that, that, they pushed that shit back again. That's well, next Jesus summer now. Christ. Oh, Uncharted. That's Uncharted. Yeah. Also not out yet. Not out yet. We saw a trailer for it. Uh, yeah, no, for me, it's no time to die, probably. Or, I mean, Backlot is pretty good. French Dispatch, pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Which one's for you? Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, no. Standing by it. It's crazy. Such I couldn't believe they brought back Shia LaBeouf. I, I didn't think they would, but they did. I can't. You know what? It was really it was great. controversial. Is when, in the beginning middle of the film, all the characters sat in a big, long table and a big old plate of pasta. <laughs> they were just slurping down this pasta, going, mmm, this pasta. And they had they got they brought back Short Round, which was cool. And he's like, Short Round, what do you think of this? Pasta? And then Harrison Ford went, God, I hate being in movies. Why do I keep putting I it? Why, I, why, I want the money, but I also want to do it. I figured just give me money for doing nothing. I do that. I just want to die and, or smoke pot. Short Round. What do you what do you think? And Charlotte says, I think it's very good, Doctor Jones, because he's he's back on He's been living in the U.S. for and decades. He's not a, and he's not a cartoon stereotype. Yeah, why would you think he would still talk like that? That's on that's you. on you. That's on you. That's not us. That's not us. I'm not me. putting that anywhere. All right, what's your next one? What's your next surprise category? Next surprise category. You ready? <laughs> yeah. These are all the best movies that came out this year that should have come out in 2021. You ready? <laughs> Top Gun Maverick supposed to come out in August. Didn't nope. come out. Death in the Nile supposed to come out. No. Nope. nope. This is just you ready? You ready? Yeah. Avatar 2. <laughs> Avatar 2 was initially supposed to come out in 2020. Then they got it pushed back in 2021. Still didn't come out. <laughs> you ready? You ready, Jack? Yeah. When Avatar 2 was supposed to come out in 2020, Avatar 3 was supposed to come out this year. <laughs> 2021. No Avatar 3 this year. Oh, no. Oh, no. The, the sequel to the Tomb Raider movie, Tomb Raider 2. Nope. Oh, Morbius also supposed to come out this year. They delayed it again next year. Oh, God. Uncharted was supposed to come out this December. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The Batman was supposed to come out in June. Oh, like months ago. Jesus Christ. Doctor Strange was to come out in May of this year. John Wick 4, famously, was supposed to come out this year. Then they delayed it next year. They delayed it again. It, I don't know when it's coming out. Why Thor, are they doing this to me? Thor 4 was supposed to come out in November. Are you trying to... You, could you chill, man? <laughs> I got this list here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Thor, Thor was going to be in November. Give me a harder style. Jurassic World Dominion was supposed to come out this June. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fantastic When's that Beast? coming out? Uh, next... Next... I think it's next spring. I think it's like earlier, like April, April, March. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we hope. Uh, I think it's. There's been like lots of trailers and stuff. I think there's like those little. Sh- have you seen that short and stuff? No, I haven't. There's. A, I think there's. I think there's some kind of teaser trailer thing that like people actually were liking. I like those movies. I don't give a shit. That new one was not as good. But I think no, it's that fun. new one kind of weird. I'm kind of hype. I'm kind of hyped for dinosaurs being everywhere. Just dinos everywhere. Even though it's not they let them out. It's not dinos. They just all die. Nah, they just start eating cows. Probably. Shut up. How are we going to reproduce? How is the one T-Rex going to reproduce? It's only been like three years. Yeah, why, why aren't they being hunted? Maybe they let out a billion. Maybe the, the events of that movie happened and, got, and like six got out and then just down like the other coast. There's just some maniac <laughs> releasing hundreds of dinosaurs. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Go, go, go. You got to go. Maybe that's the thing. Gonna, you know, it's like, oh, Jack, what's next? Oh, should the dinosaurs have feathers too? Fuck you. Could you just have fun with I mean, the dino movie? I mean, some of them should have feathers. Maniac? Except the pterosaurs, they shouldn't have feathers. They they evolve flight independently of birds. Whoa. Also, pterosaurs Evolution. aren't dinosaurs. Says who? Says genetics. I'll fight him. Where is he? Mr. <laughs> genetics? <laughs> Dr. P.H. Genetics? So, yeah, Fantastic Beasts 3 was supposed to come out this November. That's also next spring now. Oh, okay, yeah. Indiana Jones 5, baby. <laughs> yeah, there it's supposed is. to come out this year. They push Bro, it again. Indiana Jones 5 is sweeping the categories. It's going to win as many categories as WandaVision won. It's not coming out to like, again, like 2023 or 2024 or something now. They, they pushed it back like three years. Good How did that God. happen? They started filming that, I thought. 
I think there was like leaked set photos of Harrison, old ass Harrison. He's gonna be a million when this movie comes out. He's gonna be dead, like He's Betty White. He's gonna just die, Harrison Ford. Jesus Christ! Uh, Black Adam was supposed to come out this December. Oh God, I don't give a shit about Black There's Adam. There's a Dungeons and Dragons movie apparently it's supposed to come out in November this year. What? And also, Fast and Furious Ten was supposed to be able to come out this Rock year. Rock didn't want to be in Fast Ten. Untitled Fast and Furious Ten movie. It's called. It's gonna be the finale. They're going to space probably. Why? Like more to space. I mean, they went to space in the last one, I guess. Wow. We didn't. We actually we totally glossed over Fast Nine earlier. But that's a movie neither of us saw or no, cared about. I don't care about Fast and the Furious. So, Jack, of those best movies that came that should have come out this year that didn't come out this year. I mean, you know my answer. <laughs> Indiana Jones 5. It's, ah, sweeping, it's sweeping these. I'm picking Avatar 3. Uh, no, actually, you know what? I'm picking that one too. That's funny. That's the best one. Uh, All right, what's this last category you got? Face on the water, Jack. It flows ever forward. Then the last, our last category was specific to us, Jack. Nice, good old. This is our most memorable theater theatrics. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. All right. So let me run them down for you. Ready? Okay. So House of Gucci, we had that, like, young family in. And the guy in the Parents f- brought their, like, literally s- several children that seemed to be sub-10. Like, sub- two or three of them. Some, even probably still, yeah. Who were, at various points, explaining the movie to their parents um, in that, like, 1030 showing of House of Gucci we saw. On Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Ridiculous. Foolish. That woman on the phone also. Oh, Yeah. Of course. On the phone, on speakerphone for like six minutes until I retrieved a, a, a worker. You went, excuse me, I'd like to tattle. I really cared on him, but you, you yeah. gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you gotta embrace that Karen. And then we have No Time to Die, number one and number two. Number one was just not much of a theater theatrics other than like the theater itself, which maybe is the most theatrics a theater can have. The IMAX that we have here, it sucks ass, and I had forgotten. The last thing I'd seen there was, was Rise of Skywalker. So going back for James Bond, I was real hype, and I still, I'm still all through the movie, of course. But those seats suck. They don't have the fancy electrically reclining ones. They have like very tight stadium seating where like, it's the like seats classic like, theaters. Yeah, like when you stand up, the seat flips up like a literal hockey stadium, <laughs> and there's not enough room to get by. Like the new ones with those big ass recline, you can recline all the way back. There's still enough room at the end of the aisle. To do a little dance. You could ride a bike down. Like, everyone can have their feet fully reclined, and you can still just glide right past. Yeah. This one, everyone had to stand up. Everyone had to stand up. Awful. And so that also means the people in front of you, if someone has to stand up, like, it's just, they're slowly making making their way right, right across your viewing uh, experience. Yeah. Rough. And then no time to die. The second time I saw it, just to do it on his phone. Just to do it on his phone. Having a whole kind of conversation. Just had a conversation. He's like, I gotta go. But then it would just keep going. Like, oh, I really gotta go. But then he just kept talking. What could be so important? Maybe someone in his family died. No. Then Eternals. Um, there's another there's another pack of individuals where it was a family that was spread across two rows, shouting betwix, betwixt the rows. Up to each other. Up to each other. Like he like turned back and he was like, Dad, what the that Harry Styles Harry is Styles, in my right? Isn't the MCU DC they is better? Those girls screamed when Harry, like, what year is it? One Direction's great and all, guys, but come on. I feel like they were too young to even, uh, what? Is Harry Styles still like a teen heartthrob? The man's like 30. Let him be. Let, let the man rock. He just dresses goofy, all right? I'm going to just die on that hill. Right, that's the next one. Uh, uh, Black Widow, when the fire alarm went off. And then we returned after there the fire no alarm. Sound. There was no sound. And then the lights came on. And then the lights came on about 20 minutes later because the lights came on like when they should have come on had the movie not been interrupted by the fire alarm. <laughs> and then the subsequent no sound. And then there was no picture. Yeah. Because the projector turned off, or was there no sound again? No, there was no, there was sound because it was just her fighting in that room, and we just heard. Oh, we just heard, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the projector and the lights went on because the movie should have been over. Oh yeah, 
That one is probably just the most straight. I mean, it's hard to be that one just for viewing experience-wise. It really... It's hard to... You can't get... I mean, as much as all these people are goofy, it's hard to beat. How, like we said, it can't be more theatrical than the theater itself. Yeah. I've written out Shang-Chi. What happened to Shang-Chi? There was a woman on our phone during his backstory. Oh, yes. On the end of the aisle. And we were there the only go. three in the aisle. And we could just see her. Like, it just was, like, in our periphery. Oh, yeah. She she clearly got bored and turned on her bright-ass phone. She was just, like, browsing. She wasn't, like, on the phone. She was, like, texting or something. Yeah, browsing, like, Instagram. Yeah, on Amazon or something. Just shopping. I, I really don't know. But it was very bright. It was, like, you turn your brightest on, at least. Well, this is backstory. Yeah, it was kind of important stuff. And then we had the French dispatch, where I was the only person who laughed at any of the jokes. And then a person I, sat right next to me. And this person sat right next to you, even though the theater was mostly, mostly empty. empty. Crazy. That's that's unhinged behavior, yeah. I'd say. I don't even do stuff that unhinged. Frankly, I don't get it. I felt like a. Re- I feel like I was being gaslit by the whole theater. <laughs> like, this guys, I'm pretty sure this movie's supposed to be funny. Can we laugh a bit at the? Jo- what? A- I hired all those people. It was like a. Pa- did I say too? It was like a full. Th- yeah, I, yeah, I think I did. You like, did. It was a very full showing of the French Dispatch at oh, like yeah. two p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. Which fair, good, good on you. Glad to hear it, Wes Anderson. I was like, I thought about it after the fact. And I'm like, who's the kind of people who would be in this theater? It's like, is it like, fr- is it like film snobs? Is it French film snobs? <laughs> and they're just like, we don't laugh at the film. We do not laugh at the film. We do not laugh at the film. It is art. You watch the art and you enjoy the art as it is presented. And the funny thing is, I had the opposite problem. My theater is mostly empty. Guy sat right next to me. Did he laugh though at the jokes? I wish he didn't. I wish he wasn't even near me. I wish I couldn't hear Did him. Did he laugh uproariously? No. <laughs> no, before the movie started, he was talking to his girlfriend and I was like, I know I do Did that. Did she laugh at the jokes? I don't know. I don't care. I hate them. Hmm. The f- my fury. I, just, I, I like I said. Am I am I wrong? Is, is it, this movie not fun? Am I supposed am to I out be of touch? Like, deadpan staring at? I was like, I don't know. They poisoned everybody. Like, but goofily, because it's West. It's, yeah. They poisoned everyone whimsically. Yeah, they whimsically killed those people. But the guy, last guy, didn't because he also didn't like radishes. He did, that's whimsical. Then they animated it for a while. Yeah, it was like a weird... is that not whimsical? Is it not a joke when he was like, I've, I've, I'm a virgin, except for this is whatever it is. That's whimsical, no? Is it not funny? Yeah. What the hell am I... Ooh, Jack, what am I to think? Is comedy dead? So of those... I think it's just Black Widow. It's pr- Yeah, Black Widow is the most dramatic for sure. I mean, it's I mean, it's the one that started it all. It is. It is indeed. That was the first movie we ever saw for the show. And it was it, it, clearly a portent of things to come. Yeah, it's an omen. Clearly we're... Cur- Actually... Maybe God doesn't want us to do this show. <laughs> God himself is giving us a sign. Stop recording. Nobody cares. Man, we'll, we'll, we'll spit in his face, though. Man, nobody wants... You know what? I'll say it. God hates to see a girl boss win. <laughs> he does. But uh, definitely honorable mention. I, girl, House of Gucci is pretty classic. Like, they really were, like, n- literally 9 and 10 or something. Yeah, 9 and 10. At best, like, 11, 12 kind of deal. They were in that R-rated movie at 10.30 on Thanksgiving Day. Why? Why? Why did they need to be explaining it to their parents? Why were they watching Adam Driver fuck Lady Gaga in a trailer? It wasn't that hard to follow, grown man. Grown man who was in the theater with his children. Why did you need to ask who the character was? Why was this the movie you chose? You didn't remember? They had to be like, that was the lawyer from earlier, Dad. You didn't remember the lawyer? There's only about eight characters in this movie. I mean, it's probably not that in-depth. Jesus. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck, Lady Scott? What the fuck? Why didn't he stop that? They had to like specifically be like, "Hey, you know this is our movie. You're, you're bringing the Niners, and uh, it'll be sick. We're gonna have a great time. I'm gonna bother." Them. And that lady on her speakerphone for like minutes on end. Hard to beat that either. The fury that I felt, I, I it, it really did trigger my Karen, my Karen or flight. You chose Karen. And I went and retrieved a, a I mean, employee. I mean, there's two wolves in you. One wolf will release your Karen. The other wolf won't. And you chose which, Karen. Which wolf wins, Dad? Always the Karen. 
Always always <laughs> Karen, no matter what. I mean, um, so yeah, probably probably Black Widow, right? Yeah, hundred percent. No one, nothing really top that. So I think on the note of, I suppose it's like God doesn't like us doing this show. Yeah, we're, we're gonna wrap up our first ever year recap award show. I'm sure once we become rich and famous and have Henry Cavill as a guest, he'll be here for 2022s. And when you're only giving us a year for that, I mean, how? I mean, he said Stormlight Book Five. That's like two or three years or something. Give me, give me a little. Time. I mean, I mean, maybe Brenda will put it into overdrive and just get it done early. Or unless you're saying we could have someone better for three, we could, like we Leonardo could, DiCaprio. Yeah, we could leapfrog right over Henry Cavill. Maybe, maybe we'll get actual hey, Brando Sando. Hey Henry, yeah, you're great. Yeah, we get it. We'll call you back when we get to you, man. Good God, Tom Cruise has been really lighting us up. He's though, been trying so. to kidnap our our sisters and mothers and put them in his weird science he's cult. Ins- he's insane, so we should probably let him on. I mean, he's only like 5'5". Five, five. We could just kick his ass. <laughs> but he's got all those cronies. The Scientology, the Scientology will show up with their ray guns and we don't want to deal with that. So Yeah, turn us infertile. <laughs> okay, so we're going to end it here on that. Oh, actually, before we did, I just wanted to say, Jack, I thought end of the year here, we could talk about what, what we're looking forward to in 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you say? 2022? 1984? Oh my gosh, oh! Oh, it's coming true! Oh, gosh! Oh, God. oh the clocks just turned over and they said 84. It was like Y2K all over again. Oh, my God. Wonder Woman's right. going to come out. It's going to be Wonder Woman. Oh, oh no. What are we looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange and Thor 4. Those are my, probably, at I the mean, moment, my two most anticipated things. Marvel things, right? Or shells. We know who we are. Oh, actually, Mandalorian Season 3. If the rumors are to be believed. I don't think it's going to be... Or, I think it'll be late next this year, whatever. But I do think it's you coming. shut your horn. I think I just think that's the reality. Apparently, it started yeah. filming after Boba Fett. It started filming after Obi Wan. Oh right, yeah. Obi Wan just recently got moved into the the coming soon category on Plus. So people say that could be a February March release here. That'd um, be fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got the obvious ones, right? Us being big shows. <laughs> it's the Marvel movies. It's the Marvel shows. It's the Star Wars shows. It's your Bo- book of Boba Fett. Rich, again, one episode this year, but really, obviously, the bulk of it's going to be next year. Yeah. This year, whatever. Right, I'll, I'll do. I'll do a more outside thing. I think another thing I'm looking forward to is I get in the end of Wheel of Time in the books. That'll be but fun. I think by next year, like the end, December of 2022, I'll probably have finished them. No, yeah, I, I would. I think it's a fair bet. Yeah, because what I, we're on Portland six on, now. In that vein, Wheel of Time season two for the show. Mm, no, that's exciting. No, it's not. I'm very upset. Woo! Woo! We're gonna be mad for another fucking Woo-hoo! six, eight weeks. Five weeks. Hey, you're very excited for Elden Ring, the game. Oh yeah, I am very excited for Elden Ring. Great. I'm excited for Death on the Nile. I am. I'm excited. Show we haven't already talked about you. Maybe maybe surprise the fellows next week. Euphoria season two starts. Oh yeah, I'm I'd very not. excited for that. I love that show. So I've never watched it. Maybe remedy that. Just maybe. Uh, Book of Boba Fett and or your favorite character. Literally, James Clyde. One of your favorite Star Wars characters, Cassian Andor. James Clydesdale. Show the Obi Wan show. Um, despite my misgivings, I'm excited. Obviously. Yeah, I'm excited, excited to see them fight. I'm not as excited for that, but... <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, Mando, Mando Season 3 should be this year. Or, yeah. I think I think it will probably be late, because I think we'll probably get Book of... Well, obviously, um, Obi-Wan and or and Bad Batch Season 2 all before that. Oh, then, sh- yeah. I guess I'll just come out right after the yeah. Yeah, so, so it'll probably be more like it's been coming, which is like Season 1 and Season 2 will both fall. So probably fall. Yeah. Um, what are, is there other Marvel? How many Marvel movies? Uh, Captain Marvel and Wakanda and Black Panther two are supposed to come out. I think. Holy shit! Really? Things will be like four. Golly! Back to back to look back at that! Back. Wow! Wowza! Wooga! Wooga! And all the shows. There's a billion Marvel shows too. Yeah. Echo, She Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, 
Saw like first half as well. God knows what they got. Like Jesus, good God! Thank God we did this show. They be Secret Invasion, Armor Wars. Are you sure? I'm sure. What are those? Those are later. Those are next year, I think. Are you sure? I'm fairly positive. No, because definitely because I don't think they do Secret Invasion until they did Captain Marvel too. Because she's I mean, integral. Could both still be the case? Okay, I just let me look. Okay, this is a comic book movie. A comicbook.com article. You ready? Right. Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, She Hulk, Secret Invasion is. Oh shit! Thor: Love and Thunder. Ms. Marvel, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Oh, I totally forgot about that. That's fun. Um, I think that's, that's right. Damn, now. there's going to be so much stuff. Wow. Is that less shows than we said? It didn't say Echo. Oh. So is Echo? Young Avengers thing probably going to get announced? Gosh, I don't know. I think it's going to get announced. I think in the, in this next calendar year, they're going to announce Young Avengers. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if it was after Doctor Strange, because I've seen rumors that, that uh, Billy and Tommy are going to be in that movie. So Heart? is it not Armor I think it's Iron Heart. Oh, I think you're are of either Iron... of those going to be this? I think Ironheart yeah. is sooner than Armor Wars. I would have thought Secret Invasion was sooner. What the fuck is it? Oh, it's coming to Di- Eternals is coming to Disney+. Plus. This has got Miss Marvel, Doctor Strange, Thor, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Guardians, Holiday Spell, I Am Groot. I right. Alright, cool, I will. Um, so yeah, should be good stuff. That is that Star Wars game that I don't get to play come out this year? <laughs> Which one? Uh, Glibs? KOTOR. Oh, no, KOTOR is like 2023, I think. So I don't have any big games that I'm excited for. Oh, no, actually, take that back. Dying Light. Dying Light 2 comes out this year. That's, that should be fucking tits. Also, maybe Resident Evil 4 Remake, finally. Or maybe not. I think, I actually, I think I heard recently they had to start over. They weren't happy, so God only knows. But maybe it'll never really come out. Stuff. And good old another year of no Star Wars movies. Let's just keep that streak going strong, fellas. Let's go, baby. Man. Put another tally them, right? on that board. Who, who would enjoy those? Not me. Not I. I would. And uh, like we said, Death on the Nile. That would be fun. Unless they push that back another year. Let's see how long we can get that streak going. Oh, Movie oh, years without Death on the Nile. I hope forever. Because <laughs> so fun. far, we've been doing great. I hope John Wick 4 comes out next year. Like, Jesus fuck. Why would they do that? Aren't what did they, they do? They I saw five? a bunch of morons. At least five, I think. It's supposed to be a show. They've been talking about a show for a billion years, too. They've really revealed now that the show's going to be a prequel. Oh, jeez. And it's going to be Winston when he was young. I don't give a shit about Winston. How are you going to do a John Wick prequel without John Wick? I've never seen P- Pardon? I don't know who Winston is. Have you seen any of the movies? I don't know. I, I told you. owned them. We've talked about We never about got that. any of them to work? I, that sucks. I told you that. That sucks ass. Man. Only on the first two. Because the third one wasn't out on DVD Dang. yet. Huh. I got all three of them on, on Blu-ray disc. Well, aren't you fucking special? No, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I saw Hope's I don't know what. I saw morons being like, did they have to can't? Did they have to delay it because he cut off all his hair from Matrix? No. They just put him in a wig. They finished that movie months ago. You moron. Also, they have wigs. Wigs? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? You think they're still filming it now for it to be done? Again, it was like, it was supposed to come out this year. It Actually, you know what it was? I think Matrix. I don't know. Or did Matrix did get. Was Matrix in my <laughs> movies that were supposed to come out in 2020 list? Yes. Yeah, I think so it was, right? At one point, I think Matrix and John Wick 4 were supposed to come out the same weekend in 2020. So the fact that John Wick's now gotten pushed all the way into nebulous end of 2022 zone sucks ass i love those john wick movies i, I absolutely adore them if it ever comes out we'll talk about it yeah 2024 this says oh my lord that's so yeah it was initially they initially had pushed it back again to may 27 of 2020 that was had recently as i heard now this just says 2023 probably march of 2020 oh yeah big time i love these people people don't like, like them less and less so they go on i don't care i'm all about it baby it's i cool. love them I think I, they're kind of goofy or whatever, but they're pretty sweet. So we'll talk about it at some point. Not next year, I guess. So I guess no, I, we can strike that from the 2022 excited list. And with that, leap feet first into the new year. Wee! And the granite right about here. As always, as you could last year, same as this year. 
can find us on Twitter at Akatech Jazz. It's J-A-Z. And ArchitectJazz at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, and suggestions. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon slash Audible, and a Podbean. And our logo is always done by a friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can find him at inkocean.jpg. And, you know, we'll do a little to the future here. Next week, it's going to be an intro. New, by new year, new intro. New, new year, new intro. Well, Woo-hoo! we never had an intro, so it's just the first intro. So it's new. It's still new. Yeah, but the way you said new intro feels like we already had about? an intro. What are you saying? I'm cutting you out, so I don't know why you're still talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was rude. It's going to be done by a friend of ours, uh, and we'll say his name next week, I guess. It'll be like a secret Avengers cameo. So, yeah, as always, as last year, same through this year. We wrote it, we produced it, and we built all the sets. Take it on to the people, Zach. I'm actually retiring from this year on. This is my last year on the set. Oh, okay. I'll just build the set. Mm-hmm. I do everything else in this fucking show. Good night. Godspeed.